This is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Genty Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Genty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey world, this is uh, Jamie. Uh, we are B- the Beyond the Game podcast. Welcome everyone. It's Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. And they call it Fat Tuesday today. So whatever you guys doing, be safe out there, make smart decisions, and um, you know, enjoy, enjoy the day. Now let's get into this all-star stuff. Uh, you know, this is ridiculous. The all-star game... It, it, it is. I'm trying to find a good positive word to say this in a negative way. It was garbage. It was totally garbage, guys. It started with the celebrity game till uh, when Jason Tatum received his MVP award. So, congrats to Jason Tatum for receiving his MVP award. He scored 55 points easily. Like, guys don't care about. about the game anymore. It's all about it's all about shows. We're showing off something. You guys rather go hard against some losers out there in the wreck than play than 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 play hard against your competition. You have acid against your competition versus you go all out in the summer, and then y'all come back in the regular season and say we want to play seventy two games, but yet you're going to play in the summer. The summer league's waiting for you. You're going to play in the Drew League. You're going to play in the, uh, um, what's that league called? All these random leagues that we have to find you on the internet. You're going to go for 50 against some guys that, that, that have never, that are, that barely play basketball all year long. 50. That's what Jason Tatum went for. 55. Giannis, Giannis is team one. Like, I, I didn't find, like, I agree with Mike Malone, the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. I almost said the Broncos. Um, that was awful. We had to pay for that to see that garbage, to see guys just stand around, watch one guy dribble, dribble around, watch LeBron throw it off the backboard to himself, watch Jason Tatum do the same thing, watch Dame Litter shoot half-court shots. He made one of them, by the way. And by the way, it wasn't that bad. The All-Star weekend wasn't that bad. It was, you know, I predicted Dame to win the, the three-point competition. When the roster came out, I said Dame will win this. I was right. So I give myself a pat on the back for that. I was right. And so, but we had to watch Luca, Luca just stand around, sit on the bench, talking. Like, I don't like this. I don't like the fact that these guys interview uh, these guys while they're playing basketball. That's what TNT did. They interview Luca while he's playing on the court. How's that make, help me make sense of that? Just, just, I, I just don't get it. And for those that, that said the All-Star game was great, I want to know what you were watching. What did you watch Sunday night that was, that caught your mind? That you say, you know what? I could, I could buy into this. You know what? This is how basketball is supposed to be played. The basketball I've been playing for for twenty plus years, 
is not the basketball that I saw on Sunday night. That was an embarrassment. Adam Silver should be ashamed for allowing that to happen. Anybody that works in that NBA department should be ashamed. Like, like, like when Kendrick Perkins said, oh, I, oh, it was a great awesome game. I'm like, did you watch it? Did you watch any of it? What'd you do Sunday night? What'd you do Saturday night? Cause I thought, I thought the three point competition was only, was, was the best one. The celebrity was awful. Um, well, it wasn't that bad because, you know, you got some guys out there like, um, DK Metcalf, you know, he can play, he can ball a little bit and congrats to him for winning the MVP. Uh, you got Alex Trufant or the, the Peloton owner. He felt like he was, he was serious about it. And, uh, there, and, you know, you got Guillermo, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's security guard, little, <laughs> little guy shooting a, 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 a jump shot. I'm like, no way. No way y'all should be on that court. But then again, you know, they call it the celebrity game. It's, it's all jokes, not basketball. That's not the basketball I was looking forward to seeing this weekend. I, you know, I don't, I don't invest in that celebrity stuff because I know it's going to be shows and, you know, they're, they're, they're there for our entertainment. They're not there to play basketball. They're not throwing the ball up. DK Metcalf came the ball. But, um, Saturday night, uh, you know, I didn't really watch the skills competition because I'm not interested in that. Um, the three point competition, like I said, Dame won that. In the Sam Dunn competition, um, you could have had better judges. You could have had better guys. Uh, shout out to Mac, Mac McClung. Well, McClung, I can't pronounce his name. I, but I know he, he was undrafted from Georgetown. Um, he, I mean, he played in the G League, guys. He's 6'2". This guy won the Sam Dunn contest in the G League. I'm like... What? The roster was horrible. I, I don't even remember the fourth guy that, that participated in that. I just remember Ken, uh, Kenyon Martha's son and Trey Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Trey Murphy. So that was awful. I mean, I mean, you know, Kenyon Martin Jr. is not going to be your, first of all, you're not going to, your dad was a two hand dunker. He was a powerful dunker. He'll, he will be the one that will go down the, down the lane and just dunk it hard with his right hand. You're not that dude, kid. Uh, you're not, you're not that dude, Kenya Martin. Junior, the junior one. You're not that dude. You are, you are, you are a basketball player. You're not, you're not going to be like your father. Your father was a powerful dunker. He get, you're not any, I can't say you're not anything, but you're not, <laughs> you're not like your dad. You're not. And Trey Murphy, like, dude, you, you should never be on that court. Just dunking a ball. I guess the NBA ran out of guys that can actually, that can actually show some creativity. And you know, they ask, um, you know, these guys someday will convince Anthony Edwards to uh to participate in the slam dunk contest or John Morant. 
First of all, those guys will not do it because the same dunk contest kills your career. It does. Like, like Jason Richardson won the same contest back to back, back in the 2000s. He, it killed his career. Cause Jason, Jay Rich is now playing in Ice Cube's league now at 40 years old. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I don't know. I don't know if we should have the slam dunk contest. I don't know. I, I just think it's just too much. Oh, Jericho Sims was the fourth one. And I'm like, I'm like, he got no class for this. Jericho Sims made one dunk. It was just, it was just a dunk where you dunk it and then you put your whole entire arm inside the net. And I'm like, what are you doing, son? You got 50,000 people watching you and you do that. No one clapped for you. What are you doing? Get off the court. And you know what's awkward about it? Julius Randle doing a three-point contest. He's no three-point shooter. The NBA ran out of guys to participate in the three-point and the slam dunk contest. That means NBA, somebody in the NBA did not, has not watched the games. Because I could easily tell you who should be there. Easily. The slam dunk contest. You could add Jeremy Shohan there. That guy can add some creativity. Uh, three point contest. You can add, uh, you can add Luca there in replace of Julius Randle. Believe it or not. So this, it was just awful all around, man. Like, like, and it was in Utah. And then they bring out Carl Malone to do, to judge the, the slam dunk contest, which is an awkward, I don't, awkward decision, which I don't mind. I don't want to go back backwards to what happened in his and what happened in his childhood because I saw that online and I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about that. But what I am going to talk about is why did you choose this man to to be a judge on your slam dunk co- co- community? I told someone maybe you can have the a judge, you can have past slam dunk winners be the judge, like a Vince Carter, like a J- Jason Richardson, like. Uh, Spub Webb, uh, you can have Julius, um, guys like that, guys that know the art of dunking. You can have those guys in the slam dunk contest judging the competition. There is nothing to judge because these guys, because I mean, you can judge Mac. He won the slam dunk competition, but there was nothing out there. The roster wasn't attractive enough. It wasn't. Neither was the celebrity competition. Neither was the all-star competition. I mean, granted, you know, before the game, they did the all-star introduction and then at halftime, they did the, uh, they did the, uh, performance by Tim's, Remy, uh, Rayma. Yeah, I'm pronouncing it right. Rayma and, uh, Burning Boy. I mean, it was a great performance, but I like the fact that they honored LeBron as an all-time leader scorer. They got Kareem up there. They got Carmelone up there. So, it was impressive to me. Now, I can't compare this play to rec ball. I can't. Cause that, it felt like, it felt like, it felt like guys didn't want to play. And Joel Embiid said this before the, before All-Star Wiki. He says he doesn't, he didn't feel like playing. He said that. 
like, uh, like I, I saw there was plays where uh, Kyrie was throwing alley oops to Mike Malone. I'm pretty sure every coach in America, you had Mike Malone coaching the uh, to LeBron's team. You had uh, you had all those representatives from every team. Well, not from every team, but from 22 teams. I'm pretty sure their head coaches were sitting at home, just just pissing their pants, wondering why. Like, 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 if, if Jokic went up for Ali Dunk, you know he's not gonna go up for that. He even said, I wouldn't draft myself to play. These guys are not going up for Ali Dunks. Anthony Evers would. LeBron will. They wanna shoot threes all day. That's it. It's unattractive. You wanna shoot threes all day, but yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like you don't play for nothing. You got to play for something. Maybe that will pick up the competition. I grew up in the in the in the in the two thousands to where you had an East and a West. You didn't have these Team LeBron, Team Giannis nonsense. Well, I can't say nonsense, but they're 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 great. But you had East, all Eastern Conference players, all stars. You had the West, West all. Go back to that format. That was the best format ever. And you got guys, Hall of Fame guys competing. Or go, just go to a baseball format where, uh, it's East versus West. Whoever wins gets home court advantage in, in the NBA finals. We need something to play for. Cause I feel like th- this is going to be future all stars. And then no one's going to care. No one's going to give a damn. I, I just don't understand this, man. You wasted my weekend of watching this. I mean, I could have watched all the other stuff that I, I saved on my archives. Reality shows. But, I, I, but if y'all want, if y'all say that's basketball, Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. And it has to change, Commissioner. It has to change. Because next year, you're going to Indianapolis, which, okay, another boring city. What? No disrespect to those cities. I've never been to, I've never been to Utah either. But I just want cities that have attraction. Like the Super Bowl will be in Las Vegas next year. That's attraction. The Super Bowl was Arizona this year. Uh, somewhat of attraction. I want attraction from the NBA. You guys are a big market. We don't need this. We, 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 I mean, we don't need this small market nonsense. We don't need to do the all-star game in 50 states. We don't need it. You attract fans. Okay, fine. But you're not going to attract basketball dudes like me. Playing in these cities and playing, have guys half-ass their way, way through the All-Star game. And then afterwards, go on vacation. So how is it that you don't take a quick fight on Monday morning to now you're going to go to practice on Wednesday? That's too much, bro. No. No. If you want your vacation, then don't be an All-Star then. Take your vacation early. I don't want to be like the NFL where they got to go flag football. 
I don't want that. I want something that attracts me so that I say, you know what? I like this. <laughs> I just don't understand this, man. I just don't. But I want to shout out to, uh, uh, no, not Kendra Perkins, but, uh, Jason Tatum, 55 points. I mean, you didn't guess nothing. I mean, at least the performance was great. So, but Gabe, you're here. <laughs> and Gabe, you know, did you watch the All-Star game at all? I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. That was one of the worst All-Star games I've ever mm. watched in my life. And I've watched a lot of them. Okay. Like, that's kind of like a thing that I usually do around the song. Like, I always am mm. one of the people that watch the All-Star game. Even just because it's basketball, yeah, you know, of course, football it's, it's, is over. I don't have nothing, no real sports to watch outside of basketball. So, right, um, yeah, I always have been one of those to watch the All Star game. This is probably the worst, as far as even across the weekend. This is probably one of the worst All Star weekends. I <laughs> celebrity All Star games where where, um, where you had numerous guys that weren't focused on uh, on, on the game but at hand. The celebrity All Star game, I don't take that seriously at all. That's they're literally out there having fun. They're supposed to be goofy mm. and do all of that stuff. Like, yes. I get it. Fat Joe took it seriously. Fat Joe wanted to win. Well, Fat Joe comes from Rucker Park. He comes from that era of That's true. stuff. Like, he was a coach at Rucker Park mm. in the early 2000s. So, he's always going to take everything seriously when it concerns right. basketball because he respects the craft of basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I like but, that. Yeah, so... I think it's just certain people that love basketball, so they're willing mm-hmm. to put in the effort. But if you're a celebrity and I get invited to the Celebrity All-Star Game, I'm not yeah. taking it seriously. <laughs> Y'all not paying me millions of dollars to go out here and and shoot balls. Like, no, I don't care. Like, <laughs> and shoot balls and get it stuck on the rim. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, if I'm like Janelle Monet, I'm walking the opposite direction. Uh, I'm thinking I'm on defense when I'm on offense. Like, like yeah, <laughs> I, I I I see that for yeah. her. So like, she was nowhere mm-hmm. near. I mean, I love Janelle Monet. She she's a great artist. Yeah, and all that stuff. I love. I mean, and that's what it's for. It's for them to be able to have fun and just like kind of mm-hmm. kick it. It's not. I never take that seriously. Right now, the NBA events. Uh-huh. What is actual NBA players playing? I would love to see a little bit more competition. Right. Um, and just like they, I mean, this is a vacation for them too. So everybody got to mm-hmm. kind of keep that in perspective. Right. Um, but at the same time, like there's a level of competition that I saw growing up at the All-Star game. Yeah. Like it was, That's yeah, true. it was a lot of showmanship. Yeah. Um, and definitely less defense being played than regular NBA games. But at mm-hmm. the same time, mm-hmm. it was still at a certain point, you know, mm-hmm. Alright, we're gonna tighten up and it's gonna turn into right. real basketball. Right. Um, like the first half is usually like where they play around and they just kinda yeah. kick it, do whatever. Of course. And the second half is when they're like, alright, like we, we, we gotta, we're, we're, we're gonna lock in. We're gonna win. We're gonna lock in. Yeah. And that's the difference. I think this new era of basketball player, mm-hmm. um, we're starting to see the Shea Gilders, Alexander, that age range, John right. Morant. Yeah. The, the younger generation start mm-hmm. to be all-stars now. Right. And so that makes me nervous mm. for the future Ooh, God. because their focus is not about competition, even on a regular day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I appreciate Anthony Edwards, what he said. He's like, when he was talking about low management. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. I, I love, love it. it. I, I, I say that 
I love it. I yeah. loved it. I say that on my reel. I loved it. Yeah. And so I think I appreciate that because he's absolutely right. Like, yeah, exactly. Just play, dog. Like everybody, you are paid to play. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yeah, you're going to be tired. There's mm-hmm. going to be days where you don't want to. It's a job. Exactly. At the end of the day, for y'all, it's mm-hmm. a job. We exactly. look at it as entertainment, mm-hmm. but to them, it's still a job. Exactly. So Most of those guys don't get those jobs. Exactly. And so if I'm using the money that I made at my job to come mm-hmm. see y'all play, right. I want to see competition. Right. So that's the that's the thing. Like I, mm-hmm. Whether it's the All-Star game or it's a regular game, I feel like the focus is not basketball. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've lost a lot of that passion for the sport. Right. Um, and that makes me nervous for the next mm-hmm. generation. I'm not going to lie. It does. Um, it does. And I, I do love what Anthony Edwards has said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did, I did say that, but it does make me uh, a lot nervous because I, I'm seeing it firsthand. I'm seeing it at these rec centers for, well, not these rec, well, yeah, the, these places firsthand. I'm seeing mm-hmm. that a lot. So. So most of these guys step on the court and they're shooting like half court shots where you haven't even shot a basketball in your life. Right. Like you're watching, um, guys, you, you, pro athletes mm-hmm. shoot a three pointer. The first line of defense is a three point defense. Mm-hmm. The second line of defense is the half court shot. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that firsthand. I said, dude, y'all are going to hurt somebody with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I watched this firsthand the other day. I said, I said, these guys have, there was, there was a couple of guys that didn't have, that weren't basketball shape mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Like the first thing they, they were playing two on two mm-hmm. and it was worse. I always look at that and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. And I mean, truthfully, I, I think it's time for, to reformat the all-star game. Um, what would you like to be? So I would like to see a one-on-one tournament. I mean, that's what the they, one-on-one tournament. One-on-one tournament. Since that's what they want to do anyway. They want to play ISO ball, and you got to play to the strength of your. I'm thinking from a business standpoint, okay. right? Right. You got to play to the strength of what your people in your corporation love the most. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think even on a in the regular NBA games, we see a lot of ISO ball. Yes. We see a lot of great handles. We see a lot of shooting. We see all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the NBA could benefit from doing a one-on-one basketball tournament because then you bring out that competition. You get to see the skill set is very entertaining. You know, I think that would be something that would be really cool to see. Um, one-on-one, yeah. So you, you're saying you're saying if LeBron played against Giannis, that type of deal. Yeah, because they're, they're 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 Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, or like you get to see even yeah. Kyrie and. Uh, Steph or something like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can, I would love to see that. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think the I, fans I think would so get too. a lot more enjoyment I out of that. I love it. I um, love it. And you know, you play to the strength of what you got. You know, right. I think we're in a new generation where it's like, if I got to play five mm. on five defense, this feels like work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not, I mean, it does. Like to them, I mean, it feels like, a job. It feels like I'm back mm-hmm. at work. I'm supposed to be on vacation. Right. I want to have fun. Right. Let them have fun. That's why I like what the Pro Bowl did, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't as entertaining as I thought it would be. Right. <laughs> but I do like that they, they tried to reformat it mm-hmm. because at the end of like this is not mm-hmm. we ain't got to do all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because we get fifty points from Jason Tatum, and then you got 
two other people on the roster that also got 40 plus points. And Kyrie had 32. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> that furthers my point. I don't want to see that because now I'm okay. irritated and I'm in the mindset of regular basketball. Right. I think we have to take ourselves out of that and mm-hmm. reformat it. You know what? I, I think I, I like your idea. Um, I, I, you know, me personally, I would like to, I would like for them to play for something. Mm. Like, like, uh, charities are good, right? Mm-hmm. Charities, charities are good, but I would like to play for, you know, like the baseball format, like mm-hmm. the NL versus AL, right? Um, if, let's say the NL wins, mm-hmm. okay, if they win, we play in, let's say, let's say what's the conference, right? We play if, if the West wins, we play in Denver, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. right? The finals. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like to go to that format and I also would like to go back to the old format where the East and West, East and West, like I you had so. the East conference, like, because most of those guys, like you talk about future generations, mm-hmm. most of those guys won't get on all-star rosters. Yeah. Like, like you're talking about talent coming through every season. Yeah. Most of those guys won't see the, the all-star roster. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I don't always hate the, the draft. I, I think it does add an element. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like something new. It's something different. I, yeah. I like it, but I don't love it. I, I think I prefer the East versus the West. Okay. Because it automatically off rip when you say mm-hmm. East versus West, it has a competitive connotation. Yes. Like it makes you have to be more competitive because I'm mm-hmm. repping for my entire conference. It's right. not just me right. as an individual. Right. I think – we're going into a very individualized league. Mm-hmm. It's not really about team ball. I think so anymore. too. Yeah, I'm seeing that a lot, and that's why you're not gonna have. You have to be on a super team in order to win a championship. That's it's the I mean, same that, that, type that's of tough, bro. Like it no one tough. has, no one has won. I mean, relationships break up. Like broke. Like look at Brooklyn for example. They they have broken up. Like. That was organizational, I, though. I, I think that was more the organization versus Kyrie really? and Katie. I think Kyrie's availability played a massive role, uh-huh. or lack of a, a lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the organ, the Brooklyn organization, there's a reason why everybody got out of there mm-hmm. on multiple occasions. There's something going on over there. I can't mm-hmm. pinpoint it, but it's something in their front somebody office. Somebody has to say somebody something. has something. Going on, somebody that's not sitting right with these players. Somebody that's two something. super teams that we've seen mm-hmm. go and leave and mm-hmm. di- completely disperse since Brooklyn has been in Brooklyn. So you know, Paul Pierce, KG, they were yep, older, yep, yep, yep. but that was still exactly. considered a super and, team and at the time. You know, both Joe Johnson, right? So that was they all dispersed at the end mm-hmm. of that. They either retired or they went to other teams or whatever. Right. Same thing here. Mm-hmm. So it's start, you're starting to see a pattern. And right. now they're gonna have to build around Ben Simmons. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's not gonna be good because Ben Simmons doesn't play every game. Ben Simmons don't want to play basketball, but that's a whole nother conversation. God, Lee. I don't think Ben Simmons wants to be a basketball player. I don't either. I mean I I what what, what anyways. But uh <laughs> but uh but yeah, um yeah, it's just uh to your point about super teams, I'm like I always want to see chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if you're building, like for example, the Phoenix Suns, right? Yeah, the Phoenix Suns have KD, uh, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker, mm-hmm. and you can add DeAndre Ayton there. And so you got to have guys that 
are role players, guys that are dogs, guys that can get loose balls, rebounds, do dirty work. But but I but I pin more the dirty work to towards guys like KD, guys like Chris Paul, guys like Devin Booker. Yeah, like you can score. Devin Booker and KD are going to get thirty a night. That's it. They have but the ability to. They have the ability to more KD than well. Devin Book, I don't know how that's going to work though, because both of those guys play very differently. K- KD plays a little ISO in the mid post. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker likes to play wing wing outside, so he'll 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 take his man one and one and clear out the floor ISO. He'll take his man on the left or right wing mm-hmm. and he'll go left or right. He's more that last good shot? left. Yeah, who takes the last shot? Oh my god! Uh, me, I don't. I can't answer that question. Because, I mean, up, I, I mean, naturally, I think everybody would say KD, but given that Devin Booker is Devin Booker and he's been, Man, I don't know, a Phoenix Sun for so long at this point. I, I don't know. Like it, six, it, seven it, years. It depends. It depends what, what the defense is giving you, because you can't take away both of them. So you gonna have to pick one. And mm-hmm. if I'm a defense, I'm taking away KD, and I'm you can't. I'm, you, I'm yeah. betting. I'm betting on Devin Booker having to beat me for that last shot. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about last shot situation. You know, I understand. Um, Chris Paul too. You can add Chris Paul too. And Chris Paul too, but Chris Paul is not the scorer that he once was. Right. Um, he's very, he's turned into like what Jason Kidd became late in his career. Oh God. You oh, know God. what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's yeah, a very yeah. heavy assist man. Mm-hmm. He'll get you like maybe 15, 17. That's why he had 19. He had 19 assists against Houston, I think. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's that's, that's like his he, game now, and actually, it's a, it's going to keep him around longer, right? Um, but I say all that to say, I think if I'm, t- it's going to be Devin Booker, or Katie, that's getting that last shot, and mm-hmm. I think, it, like you said, it depends on what the defense gives, right? But if I'm a defense, Devin Booker all day, you mm-hmm. you may, you beat us, right? I ain't letting KD. I've seen KD beat too many teams, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mine included. <laughs> <laughs> You're still frustrated over over that. <laughs> yeah, because don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to say, do we really count the Warriors championships? Let's be uh, how many have they won? They won four, right? They won three. Three. Oh, 2015, 20, 2017, 2018. Four. 2022. Well, KD wasn't on that team. Oh, that's right. He wasn't on the first one. He won. He, he won the, on the first one, second one. He, was, he won. Two, he won. He won the first. He was. He wasn't on the first one. He was on the last two. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, him He wasn't on this one. So that's four. And uh, you know why they? Like, so keep in mind. Just put it in perspective for those that don't remember. Mm-hmm. They lost after being up three one in the finals to LeBron in the, in the Cavs. That was twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. KD comes the following year after mm-hmm. they beat. Uh, the Warriors uh, yes. beat him yeah, 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 yeah. in the Western Conference in the Western Finals. Conference Finals. Finals. Yep. Just to put that in perspective. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I say I mean, I, that's that's, that, that's. I mean, KD has never had a, a team by himself. He's always had guys. Um, he's always had guys uh, around him, like Russ. And I don't want to say that because it, as a LeBron fan, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to say go all the way super hard on that because LeBron hasn't had a team by himself either. Now, he has taken yes. a team by himself to the Cleveland. finals. He took them to the finals. First he seven years. 
He didn't win them. Yeah. So that's the difference. He he got mm-hmm. them there. Mm-hmm. Like in 07, mm-hmm. that team had nothing. They had Drew Gooden, <laughs> <laughs> Larry Hughes, Anderson Verge, uh, Andrew, uh, was it out? Yeah, that's Verge Yep. Yeah, Verge out. So Drew's up, Gauskis. Yep. I remember that whole roster. Larry Hughes, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Danny Gibson. Yes. Uh, no, Danny, uh, Danny Ferry. Yeah. Danny Ferry. Daniel Gibson. Daniel Gibson. Daniel Gibson. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Gibson. Um, so again, that team had nothing. <laughs> they had no help whatsoever. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that that's the difference between KD and LeBron. Okay. And I don't want to have that. It's not even a real conversation. But, um, You're still mad at that. I am still mad. If you can, <laughs> I don't count those Warriors championships because that is the, first of all, that team that lost 3-1 to mm-hmm. the, uh, to the Cavs mm-hmm. was the winningest team in NBA history before KD got there. That was, uh, yeah, that was 73 and 9. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. 73 oh and 9. Gosh. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's my point. He went to the winningest team in NBA history, mm-hmm. got two championships that he, I mean, he was the centerpiece of, but at mm-hmm. the same time, they would have won those without him. They would have. Keeping in the butt. They would have. They, they didn't need KD. No. They just, like, they just need Harrison Barnes to hit those shots. They already had icing on the cake. KD right. was the sprinkles. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you, you, are you taking this cake to another level? <laughs> that's why I said he, he, that's why I said he can't lead a team on his own. He's always got to have superstars around him to make him relevant, to make KD look good. Yeah. Right? And so that's why in Phoenix, I don't think it's going to work because I don't think they have enough. Really? I don't think they have enough. They don't have enough. What, I don't what think would they have you enough. want them to have? They're role players. They shipped away. Two of their best role players. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's right. In that trade. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. And they also don't have Jay Crowder. That was the biggest piece. So. Cause if you ask me that finals in 2021, yeah. he was the biggest piece. Absolutely. And so I don't think their surrounding, their supporting cast around those mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. is going to be enough to get them out of the West. Right. I think the Mavericks are more equipped. What? Than they are. To be what? totally honest, I think they are more equipped. What? I think because of what they have around KD and Luka. It's not just... Kyrie and Luka. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what? I think the Mavericks are more equipped as a team. What? I think they... You do, do you disagree? Gabe. Do you disagree? Yes. Explain. Okay. Let me tell you something. Hold on. Their record is 31-29. and 29. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They have played four games with each other. Mm-hmm. Kyrie and Luca on the court together. Yeah. First of all, where is the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice to where, um, well, both guys are ball dominant? Who, yeah. first, who, uh, first of all, we know who's going to take the last shot. I'd rather have Kyrie take the last shot. Mm-hmm. However, however, when it comes to possessions, mm-hmm. who is going to be the main Point guard who's going to get the assists. It ain't going to be Luca because Luca Luca's going to get his own. It might be Kyrie. So some of those guys have to sacrifice, and the ball's going to be turned over a lot. You're going to be averaging from it, it will go from t- ten turnovers to twenty a game. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to lose games. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose games because somebody's going to be ball dominant, and they don't have the defense. They I don't have that. the defense. 
you got to have when you win it when you're trying to get somewhere you have to play a little bit of defense i agree a little bit and that to that point is why i say phoenix is not equipped right because they don't they shipped away their defensive players they did. like they at did. the end of the, like all they have mm-hmm. is score they're going to have to outscore everybody which they have the capability to do they do but 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 the, the thing about it the mavericks on mm-hmm. the other hand I get what you're saying. They're still mm. figuring it out, but you know what the difference is? What's the difference? They played together before the All-Star break. So now you're going into the last 20, 20 to 30 games. games, 22 games. Yeah, 22 games, yeah. You go into the last 22 games of the season. Mm-hmm. KD, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul have not played together. They're going to lose some of those games. Right. Because they're trying to figure it out. Right. That's what everybody misses. I think that everybody's <laughs> going to miss that part. Right. There's not going to be chemistry until they get to the playoffs. So, and let alone if you've got people load managing and doing all that. Dude, I, I don't like that. First of all, I, I don't like that. I don't like load management, management stuff. Like, okay, so let me, okay, I don't like that at all. I don't either. Like, like, okay, you're asking, you're asking guys to play on a back to back. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Like I said, there was a game that Luca played. I can remember this vividly. In January the seventh, they played against New Orleans in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Luca played that game. I think Luca had thirty-seven points that game. Mm-hmm. The next day, they played in OKC. They lost that game. Luca did not play. Yeah, Luca's twenty-three years old. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be playing on the back-to-back. And How that, are- to me, is the concerning part of load management. When you got young players load managing, mm-hmm. that should not be happening. No. Anybody that hasn't been in the league more than ten years should not be load managing. Period. So LeBron, you, you so you think LeBron? I don't mind be- LeBron load managing. You know why? Because he's thirty nine years old. <laughs> At the same time, like bro, he is almost forty. But dude, he can At, still play. Jo- can still Jordan played. Play, Jordan played all eighty two games at thirty nine years old. Oh my god, I'm so sick of hearing that. First of all, Jordan played on the damn Wizards. Yes. At 39 years old. Yes. The team was trash. <laughs> they weren't going anywhere. Like, he played yeah. decent. He was averaging 15. He wasn't going crazy. LeBron right. is asked to play 40-something minutes and, and a he, game. Because they don't have anybody. Because they don't have that. help. You know and that's, that. the po- that's my point. That's my point. That's why I hate when people bring up that Jordan topic. Right. Because, bro... Michael Jordan was not playing 40 minutes at 39 years old. Right. He was not averaging 35 points a game yes. at 39 years old. Yes. So everybody got to stop that with me, bro. Like, <laughs> that that triggered me. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Yo, no, it's okay. That, that, no, I wanted to trigger you because you're going, you yourself yeah. are going to ask LeBron to play the next 23 games yeah. at, at, at 40 minutes yeah. a, a, a game. Like, you don't have anything. Yeah. I'm like, and that's the thing as a Laker fan, right? I mm-hmm. we, I know that we have to have LeBron play mm-hmm. these next 22 games. Yes, even if we cut his minutes a little mm-hmm. bit, if if you got go to go 30, to. I 35, don't think you are. Like, I don't think you are. I think they're gonna have to because you still, no matter how much of a freak of nature mm-hmm. he is, I believe I, that he is feeling that age. I don't think so, Gabe. I just don't think. I I mean, I want to agree with you, yeah. right? But I don't think so because I know the mind of the mind of LeBron says I'm going to go all out. The mm-hmm. mind of Darmahem says I'm going to agree with LeBron. There's no, they don't have outside of outside of him. They don't have anybody else. You're not going to ask Anthony Davis to play ball because he doesn't care anymore. You see it in his face. And he I, does not care anymore. Not caring. I think he's afraid of 
the injury bug. I think he really, it, I think he's feeling the weight of then, constant injuries. Do you know how to take care of that? You you do yeah. your own stuff. I agree. I I completely agree. Yes, and I'm not debating it. I'm just talking about the mental side. Mm-hmm. With Anthony Davis, you can see that he's playing not to get hurt. I think Dude. it's it's the weirdest thing. It's, it's to weird. Me. Yeah, it's very. But weird. I don't know if you noticed that or not. But I, uh, I mean, I feel like he plays a little bit more timid than he once did. Yes. Um. um yeah. I I I I, the, I know. I seen that. I seen that the last two games before the All Star break. Mm-hmm. I seen that against Portland. I definitely see that against New Orleans. Yeah, and I see it more on the defensive end. Yeah, not doing the offensive mm-hmm. end, which is concerning because that's yeah, where need, we need him need the most is yeah, on the defensive end. And so, the beauty of that trade that they made for uh, D'Angelo Russell and all of those guys, Lake Beasley, it it frees up a little bit. Mm. It frees up a little okay. bit. It gives some room to the two biggest yeah. stars on that team because now you can, you can move around a little bit. You could. You can move around a little bit. You could. So mm. I do think overall, I'm not going to say the Lakers are the most equipped team in the West. I'm okay. not going to say that by any stretch of the I want to ask you a question, but I think I'm going to ask it on the other side. Okay. Um, but, um, but wow, that's interesting. But the Lakers are a threat nonetheless. I think if they can. what? A threat in the West. I think a threat in the West. A threat in the West. What? I I think it's a. Are you okay? I am okay. A threat in the West. Are you thinking it? Listen, listen. Okay, go ahead. Okay. The reason why I say that is because it's contingent upon them making a run these next twenty-two games, right? Mm -hmm. So I see that team. I know playoff LeBron. Mm -hmm. I know if AD is anything close to healthy, what we can get out of him. Okay. I do also see that the pieces that we added, mm-hmm. I see them being very beneficial. Okay. I'm not going to say that they're the favorite in the West by any means. Not even close. <laughs> not that crazy. But I'm just saying, I do think that's not going to be an easy out for any team in the West. Really? That's not going to be an easy out for any yeah, team yeah. in the West. I'm letting you know that right Let now. Let me ask you a question. Are you they okay? Make, I, <laughs> I'm fine. Have you not seen the, the, have you not, have the you West not is wide that? open. So are you, dude, are, it's wide open from seven to 13. Well, I'm sorry. It's wide open from four to, to 13. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Okay. About okay. Memphis. Does Memphis scare you? No. Oh, hell no. Does Denver scare you? Uh, a little bit. Why? Uh, why? Because, um, I know Mac Malone will pull some, pull some strings. And I know when Jamal, I know when they when they're healthy, they're 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 unstoppable. Jamal Murray is unstoppable when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, when he's healthy, he could be a beast. He's he's that decoy guy. Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon is. Jokic is going to be Jokic. Um, they have depth. I don't know. I, I don't like how they utilize their depth. Mm-hmm. But when that team gets fully healthy, they're they're, they're like they're they're. I'm not going to say they're a they're, they're a threat in the West mm-hmm. to the point where I'm I'm not penciling them for the finals. Can you pick us one singular team that you can say in the West can contend for a finals this year? Is there one team because I see it as completely wide open? And that's why I even say uh, the Lakers wait, are a threat. You want me to say one team? Yeah. Ooh. 
Man, um, golly, that's a tough one, man. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a tough one. Exactly. It's a tough point. one because, because, like I said, Mike Malone is the best, is the best coach in the West. I agree. He's going to pull some strings. I, he's the type, he's very competitive. He's the type of guy he does not like to lose. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying that, that's why when you ask, I'm a little scared because he's going to pull some strings. Mm-hmm. When Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, those guys get healthy, they're a threat. They are a threat, but they're a threat every year because of the talent that they have. And yes. we've seen what they do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. much. They don't do much. They don't do much in the, and in so, the, in the playoffs. But. At the end of the day, I, and I also don't see Jokic being the MVP this year. Oh. I don't. I don't either. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't either. I, so, I don't either, Gabe. There's, it, that that race is wide open. Yeah, the MVP race. I think Jason Tatum is a front runner right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. We agree. Yeah, we agree. Because, I think Jason yeah. Tatum is. He's playing out of his mind and shit. That's actually my second favorite player. Your he, second favorite. He's player. from St. Louis. So I got, oh, okay. Yeah, I got he's, tie. he's your guy. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my dude. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think Tatum is the mm-hmm. lead in the leading race uh, for okay. MVP. Mm-hmm. But I do think. I mean, you can make an argument for Brian. You could throw. I mean, he'll be in the conversation every year Gabe, because it's listen, LeBron. It, it, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. If it, it, and I don't disagree with you about LeBron getting getting that. Mm-hmm. I will only say, if LeBron were to win this, mm-hmm. he his team has to go. Uh, his team has to go, and there's just the month of March. Mm-hmm. He has to go. He has to win at least ten games in the month of March. I'm gonna say at you. least. If you could get to the sixth spot, mm-hmm. then I will pencil him in as the second, as mm-hmm. the second one. And this is what I'm saying. Like I've seen LeBron teams over the last twenty plus years. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I I remember a lot of these teams that mm-hmm. wouldn't. Middle of the pack teams all throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the last month of the year <laughs> is when they start bugging out. <laughs> they the start, last week, that last week last, of March yeah, into April because into April because that because that last week that's where everyone starts to up their game. Are these last twenty two games? If they win fifteen, so you're saying fifteen? If they and win seven? 15, 15, If they go fifteen and seven in this last so stretch. That's, that's about it, it depends what the Mavericks do, right? Because mm-hmm. right now they have the right now, I don't know as of, as of right now they're they're in the play in mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Uh it depends. Mm-hmm. Um now, do I think it's gonna happen? I we'll see. We'll see. These next six games, mm-hmm. you got the Warriors, you got the Mavs, you got the Grizzlies, you got the Thunder, you got the Timberwolves, and then you got the Warriors again. Mm-hmm. Those Warriors games are, are are home games, so you're playing them. At home twice. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, that's you're asking. You're asking a lot. I you're mean, asking a lot. I think it is a lot, but at the same time, at the same time, I think it's doable for them. It I is. think there's mm-hmm. enough talent on this roster. I'm going based upon the roster talent and their additions, and because I, I like the moves that they made, okay. I think they were beneficial to where LeBron and AD are trying to go. Um. Mm. I don't think they don't. need another star. I think they there have isn't another. any There's because because if you were to get a star now, you oh, have no, no, to. I'm you. not talking about now. I'm talking about okay. in general. I okay. think yeah. I think everybody was so concerned about them getting a Kyrie or somebody at that mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. but D'Angelo Russell is a very slept on player to me. Um, I like his game. 
Yeah, I like his game too. Um, he, he he's grew up, he's grown up a lot. He's grown up tremendously from the first time he was in a Laker uniform. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, I I do think that they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do it, but yeah. it's doable. Right. It's definitely doable. Um. Okay. I mean, I, I like I like the way you think. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, I mean, at some point, a little defense has to help, right? Mm-hmm. Darvin Ham is a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. So I will personally want to address the defensive end because you because you can't have Anthony Davis defend the rim. I'm going to also tell you something about Dar- Darvin Ham, too. He was okay. fighting a massive fight mm-hmm. with Russell Westbrook and Pat yes. Beverly. Mm-hmm. I think that does. I, I think he's totally free now. <laughs> I, that's another reason why I can pick. I can say the Lakers yeah. have potential mm-hmm. to go on this run. Right is because he is free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't have to worry about trying to figure out how to get Russ his. His how minutes. to get yeah how to get Pat Beverly mm-hmm. from losing his mind and doing some crazy <laughs> shit like. <laughs> I really do think that he is yeah. completely free. He can mm. coach basketball now. Yeah, finally. He's not he's not worried about protecting players' mm-hmm. emotions and feelings no more. Right. It's basketball. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you got players like D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. um uh, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. And that's another one who uh that's another one who uh Scottie Pippen Jr. That's another one that uh yeah. dated his mom. Huh? Huh? Wait, what? Say that again? <laughs> I said Malik Beasley. Did you hear that story back in 2020? No. That story where Malik Beasley was... Okay, let me tell you. He you talking about Larsa Pippen, right? Yes. That's Scottie Pippen's mom. I, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Scottie Pippen Jr.'s mom. I know. I so, she looks very nice, by the way. So, back <laughs> in 2020, um, Malik Beasley, it was reported that they... Did things and he cheated on his wife. Wife looks beautiful. I do remember this story. Yeah, that's twenty twenty. So I do remember this. Story. Um, so she's she's like fifty years old. She's like fifty two or fifty three, and so that happened. That's when that's when when Malik was with Minnesota, and I thought it affected his game a little bit because yeah. this negative press. We haven't heard anything. I mean, I, Sky didn't I, know who his mama is. You're right. <laughs> And their teammates. I, like, well, you, you, you forgive that. You, you you forgive that. I mean, it's that happened. It did happen, but everybody knows who Scottie Pippen's mom is and how yes. she operates. Let's right. Not, let's not even go there. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> uh, back to basketball. Yeah, I'm sorry. Back to basketball. Uh, no, but um, okay. So it's not. But that's another player. That has grown up to Malik Beasley. Yes. Um, you know, it took going to Minnesota to get that stuff done and he did it. Mm-hmm. And now you come to the Lakers and it's like, uh, it's like, it's like, Hey, I got an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, Russ and the Pat Best Eagles because mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand why you have to have an ego, especially Russ. <laughs> like you, you talk about a guy who is a good guy off the court, but yet has an ego on it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want your own, which that's not that's not it's not a problem until you make it about you. And I'm gonna tell you what Russ wants is not realistic in today's NBA. You're not mm-hmm. gonna have a solo star that you can just totally build around. Mm-hmm. It's not realistic. 
Right. It's just not. Like, unfortunately, it's not. The closest thing we got to that is Milwaukee. And Giannis? Because they built around Giannis, but they have pieces that are not necessarily, <laughs> like, it's not necessarily, like, mm. not a super team, if that makes sense. Right. It's not a saying? super team. but It's, it's not it's, a super it, team, but it, it has is, elements right. of what, like, I don't mm. know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. Chris Middleton is not no scrub. No. Like, so. No. He's, uh, he's, who else he, is on that team? Uh, uh, Joe Inglis. Joe Inglis. Yeah. Joe Inglis, uh, Grayson Allen, uh, Wes Matthews, yeah. Drew Holiday, uh, not George Hill. George Hill's not on that roster. Um, not Serge. Brooke Lopez, mm-hmm. uh, obviously Giannis. And these are players with experience. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. It's, mm-hmm. you're not building around a bunch of, with Giannis around a bunch of rookies and you're all not, that kind of you're, stuff. You're, you're not going to build a team through the draft. Mm-hmm. It's not realistic no more. Right. So, Overall, you got two examples of that in the NBA. You got Dame, which hasn't worked out well, and then you got Giannis that's worked out beautifully. So, in Portland? In Portland. Because Dame is playing with a bunch of young guys. Exactly. And but that's what I'm saying. As far as I'm talking about what Russ wants in the NBA, mm-hmm. it's not completely realistic when it concerns winning. Right. So I think also another thing about Russ is he don't have the the basketball IQ to be the centerpiece of a team. That's another thing. When did he ever have the IQ? He never did. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. So he wants all, to be an individual. Right. He wants to have that. So all those triple doubles that he was getting in OKC, um, and we were he's, he's more of a stat patter. Yeah. A stat patter than, than a basketball player. A lot yeah. of those assists came late in games. Mm-hmm. If you know, I mean, I'm not I hating. That. Because I, I, know, he, I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that. I'm not hating because at the end of the day, he still had to make those plays. He still mm-hmm. had to do that right. and get his people in position. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Right. But uh, he's a very much so a stat pattern. And I think that year was him in his prime. Mm-hmm. He did have a lot more. He was shooting better. He was doing a lot better. He was playing a lot better. He basketball. was going to the basket a yeah. lot more. He was more aggressive. He was right. using his athleticism. Right. But. His IQ, he still turned the ball over like seven <laughs> times a game. He still you had. You can't turn the ball over seven times a game, bro. You exactly. You, you, you're, like I said, he's, you're making it about you. When, when things don't go r- around perfectly for you, mm-hmm. you turn that team off. You, it's about you and not about the team. That's why him and Paul George didn't work the first time. And now they're going to work the second time, right? It's and not. now they go to the Clippers, <laughs> and now it's going to work. And I heard J.J. Reddick this morning. It was one of his YouTube clicks. Mm-hmm. He says they're a threat in the West. And I'm like, J.J., stop it. Can we stop, like, can we stop, you know, uh galvanizing great players that play with other decent players in the West to, as a threat in the West? The Clippers have nothing. The Clippers, you know, those two guys. Speaking of load management, Paul George and Kawhi have sat out games. They're going to continue to sit out games. First of all, I think Kawhi is one of the originators of load management. I can, yes, I can argue yes, that because yes. I don't really remember anybody doing that before he did it in San Antonio. He never did it. He never did it in San Antonio because I know. I know in San Antonio – he rested in practice. Mm-hmm. When in practice, when they when Pop told uh, a bunch of players to sit down, mm-hmm. that's where that's where he got in his mind. Oh, they're resting me today. Mm-hmm. 
That's where Kawhi said, you know what? When I go to my next team, I want load management. But he did it before he left San Antonio. He did it right but when he won it out and he was screaming, let mm-hmm. me out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yep, yep, yep. he did it. He yeah. did it for multiple games. He didn't I, play for like 15 games, I think. Oh, my God. Or something like that. This dude here. The, 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 okay, so you have they, they go. He has no interest in basketball. Then he has I none because you because you sit on the sidelines and, and people are saying, "Well, he's doing that. He's great for doing that." I'm like, "What? No." I think there's a balance. You're right? killing your yourself. You're killing. You're, you're killing your teammates. You are selfish. And I think some, that's why he won't win again. I, I mean, I'm willing to yeah. go on a limb and say unless he gets with the team that, like, mm. he can be a complimentary star to. Like what? Like, like what I team? Don't, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> like, I can't even say what team would benefit from Kawhi right now. Yeah. But because he does play good defense when he's on the court, he does play. <laughs> he's a yeah, great he two-way player. He does. He's one of the best two-way players I think we've seen in a lot of years. He does. Um, But – Availability is always going to be a problem. Every game, I Every always game. cringe. I'm not like I said. I, I you know when when he left San Antonio, I was mad. I was mad at more Kawhi than San Antonio was. Yeah. The reason being is because Kawhi, you are so young. You have so much talent. I thought, okay, well maybe Toronto will help. Toronto obviously that didn't help because he won one championship. He goes to the Clippers, hasn't worked out. So now you come to now you're playing with you know Paul George again, and then obviously Paul George is going to sit out games. <laughs> Kawhi is going to do the same thing. Yeah. So I'm like, what does the Clippers what who what does the Clippers have that we're not seeing? Like it like I said, it goes back to um, the it goes back to interests. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to be interested. You have to set. You have to do everything you can to come back on the court stronger than ever. But I'm gonna tell you, I think a lot of this generation they play basketball with self interest in mind. It's not about team interest. It's how can I preserve me? And the difference between again retire. That's it. <laughs> That's the easiest answer in the book. Retire. I, I, I get that. Retired. That's the that. easiest, Gabe. Okay? You're I, taking opportunities from players that want to play. Players are playing in the G League and the overseas because somebody is taking a roster spot. They are okay with Kawhi and Paul George sending out games, and they got to play with um, with no disrespect. They got to play with uh, Russ and uh, Norman Powell. Norman but Powell's I'm gonna tell you though. I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. There's a certain demographic of player that has the ability to load manage. There's only it's a small number of those players that can do that, and there's not G League players. They know they who don't can take manage. that spot. Really, the players that are able to load manage, mm-hmm. there's not a G League player out there that could play at that level. I'm just being honest because you're talking about the top one percent of stars in the NBA mm-hmm. that are able to load manage. You're talking about your LeBrons. You're talking about KD. You're talking about Kyrie. KD's you're not gonna load manage. KD would play every game. But I'm using them as no, an I example. I understand what you're saying. When it concerns that tier of talent, mm-hmm. we're not seeing middle of the pack, six man players load managing. No, you're not seeing that. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, but I, I know 
the players that are, have the ability to do that. But but at the same time, it's very specific. No, I understand. I know. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just want basketball to be played. You know what I'm I saying? Like, like 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 like. I just want to see what G League players can do. What can they do before they go back to their teams? Because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, they got to go back to their teams anyways. And nine times play out one of ten, game. when a G League player comes to the league, what what are they? They're usually on the bench. They're usually on the They're bench. They're usually, yeah. at best, a six-man. There's a couple examples of players that have become really, really great from the G League. Mm-hmm. But overall, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get um, three and D type. You know, so. You're probably going to get... Play a shooter. You're probably going to get somebody who plays great defense. You're probably going right. to get somebody. I mean, they're talented players. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, right. but there's a there's a separation. Mm-hmm. And so we, mm-hmm. I only say this because you brought up the point about G League <laughs> and taking roster spots and all. No, that. I, I just, I just, I so, just want the roster. I just want guys to play to understand that playing the game is beneficial to you. Like, like. If you want to not have an interest in the game, the the different, the, you know, just just retire, and then somebody else will take your spot. Yeah, like like there's a lot of facilities out there that can get you upright. You don't have to go to a team your own. Your, to you don't have to listen to a team doctor mm-hmm. that says, okay, we're going to sit you out this game, or listen to your own mind and says, you know what, I'm going to sit out this game. I'm ask Coach Lou or Coach. Um, Coach Ham to mm-hmm. say, you know what? Can I sit out this game? Yeah, and they're not I mean, telling you to sit down. I don't. I I don't think they're telling you to sit down. I don't think so. I think is I think is the player that said that's going to ask in the mindset like mm-hmm. when you play. Let's say you play a home game, but you got to go out on the road in um in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I will wake up in the morning and say. Oh, I'm sore today. Maybe I should ask Coach Lou. I'm not going to play today. Mm-hmm. I think it's the player's mindset to this, say, "I'm I'm resting today." Yeah, players aren't nowhere near as hungry as they once were. But I, I want to pose this question. Yes, sir. Do you think that we need 82 games? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And why do you feel that? Because I do it for the fans, for the fan standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um. And it goes back to what Anthony Edwards said. Mm-hmm. Um, you do want fans to come out there and see your best player mm-hmm. um, play every night. Like, if I don't have a family on my own, but if I'm a fa- if I'm a family one to watch Steph Curry in um, Utah, mm-hmm. it's my only chance. Mm-hmm. And the tickets are like. A family of five, so like fifty bucks, like two fifty, mm-hmm. plus tax, so like two sixty. Fifty dollars, you're gonna be sitting up in the nose. Oh yeah, probably so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, well, let, 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 me, <laughs> <laughs> let me say, like, let me say, fifteen hundred mm-hmm. gets me like middle of the pack. I'll mm-hmm. say like two thousand to twenty five hundred yeah. gets me course side. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm if I'm Steph, if I'm Steph. And I just played a game in San Francisco, but you're asking me to play in Utah. And you have, like, fans wearing my jersey mm-hmm. to come see me. Mm-hmm. And that's the money that you have. Mm-hmm. 
then I'm going to play because it, it brings, it brings inspiration, brings, you know, I it's like a role model type. Mm-hmm. Like I watched Steph Curry play when I was like 10 years old mm-hmm. or 12 years old. It's the best night of my life. And mm-hmm. I, and my parents sacrificed $3,000 to do that, mm-hmm. to make that happen for me. Yeah. So, Yes, we need it because I feel like sponsorships will get involved, um, like mm-hmm. Nike. Um, what else is one? Um, what else is one sponsorship? Oh, um, um, Capital One, um, you know, uh, Papa John's for Shaq and all that stuff. So let me um, ask, like, what is the real benefit of playing 82 games versus 72 or – you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause what, what is the, what are we learning from this, these NBA teams in 82 games that we wouldn't learn in 72? You're learning that the, the team, the, you're learning that everything changes. You're learning that, um, uh, defensively, you're not going to have your best defensive night. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Teams are going to go for 130, 140 points. I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're seeing defenses change. Mm-hmm. Um, athletic wise, it puts more wear and tear on the trainers because you're asking the trainers to, to, you know, to repair you every game mm-hmm. versus you can do that yourself on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, players have their own, their personal, personal masseuses, per- players have their personal everything. Mm-hmm. And so the benefit is if they choose I, to make that investment. Yes. If they every, make that investment. Cause everybody doesn't choose that mm-hmm. like that's a different level of mentality where you take it outside of your actual facility yes so yeah the players at the highest level mm-hmm. i do believe they have personal everything personal chef personal masseuse personal trainer yeah. all of that right but when you the people that are in the middle of the pack i don't know mm-hmm. if they're investing like that i mean i don't know i'm just throwing that out no i don't know well i'll i i have a question about that but mm-hmm. I would say it's beneficial because for the fans standpoint and for the fact that the NBA is, is they don't want to lose money. They lost money in the pandemic mm-hmm. and th- I'm pretty sure they're losing money now because of what, because the NBA games are not shown every night. Mm-hmm. Like, like you have, like, I think they have to expand their TV audience. Mm. That means more channel channels on TV. That's another thing. Um, what I, what I, another thing is the offense. Mm-hmm. You're not, like I said, on defense, end, you're going to give up 130, 400. I get that. But the offensive end, um, you're not going to go for 30 points every night. Like, you know, hey, more power to you. Dame, mm-hmm. Dame can do that. Giannis can do that. Mm-hmm. But guys can, guys struggle. Like if you're a shooter, you're not going to, like a Tim Hardaway Jr., you're not going to go for 28 every night. Yeah. You might go for 15, 16 points. So with that being said, I would like to see 82 games for the fan standpoint because when you live in the East Coast, Gabe, your games are at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We don't get the East Coast games unless you unless you pay a higher package to mm-hmm. see those, um, those games. Right. In the West Coast, we don't see them either. Like you gotta stay. You're asking your like the average person goes to bed at ten o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. We're asking you're gonna wake up at six a.m. in the morning to watch highlights of that game again. Well, Lakers, Sacramento, mm-hmm. the Clippers games. Mm-hmm. Was that being said? So was that being said? 
I would like to see 82 games for the interest of the fans. Okay. Versus 72. 72 is like, you're still going to ask for players to take off mm. because it's more, it's unattractive to see 10 less games. Like it doesn't, it doesn't expand your audience. The NBA, what the NBA is trying to do, and what I really like is they're gone, they're going out, they're going to overseas. Mm-hmm. Like they played a game a few weeks back. They played a game in um, France. Mm-hmm. It was the Bulls and Pistons, mm-hmm. and so they're expanding it. Yeah, and so in the players' interests, they'll say seventy-two. Well, some some will say seventy-two. Some will say eighty-two for their brand. Mm-hmm. For their brand, like there's guys out there that want to play 82 games mm-hmm. because they love the game. And so, you know, I the last one that you made was probably the most impactful yes. because I do think that from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. 82 games is more beneficial. But I, I mm-hmm. think from a player perspective, what are we gaining from playing 10 extra games? Because Not, I mean, be, and I say this because mm-hmm. in those 10 games that we would not be playing if we were playing 72. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I mean, those, that's just basically eliminates those back to backs. That basically, it, it'll reduce the need to load manage in certain situations. I don't think it will. I think, I, I mean, I, I don't think, think it will, Gabe. If you drop it to 72, you have more control as an NBA or I don't think as a, well, you will. Because you can say like, look, we're not playing no more back to backs. We don't, we're not doing that. that okay. So at the, I in, like that. Yeah. We're not playing no in more back to back. So now there's no excuses. Now, if you want to do 82 games and then stretch them out and make the season a little bit longer, uh-huh. that's also another option. I just think right. of other ways to kind of combat this whole load management thing because the, the saying that players aren't getting real rest, <laughs> which well, is the reason why load management Okay, so let me try to dive this in for a second. Yeah. So, you know, I've been in a, in a lot of basketball practices. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that was, well, college practices, sorry, college mm-hmm. and tryouts too. I will say, I will say the dedicated NBA player will practice, right? Mm-hmm. If you're tired, then you rest in practice. Maybe you get a few shots up. Maybe you don't run them down the court. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you rest that on, on an off day, you rest. Mm-hmm. Versus if you're playing that night, mm-hmm. the next night, then you do shoot-arounds. You participate in shoot-arounds. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I, we're talking about the top 1% of people. Yeah, the top, the top one, yes. Because this is not for every Low management is not done by everybody. <laughs> no, it's not, but... Pat Beverly don't get the low manage. No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> And I know that was a No, was Pat Bev don't get it. No, he, That's just an I, example, I don't even but. know why he's on a roster, but anyways. <laughs> but no, to answer your question, I will say I would uh, the top one percent will say I need to rest on this off day. Mm-hmm. Any rest that I can get, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Right? The next day you have a game. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, I'm going to participate in shoot rounds on that game, on that day. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, yes, I would like to have, I would like to, the top 1%, mm-hmm. middle of the pack is going to play every day, mm-hmm. practice every day, get treatment when it's available. Mm-hmm. 
when it's available. And so, but I, but 72 games, you're asking, guys are still going to find a way to low manage game. You're probably right. Guys are fine. Like, like, um, Stephen A said, guys will find a way to load manage. Mm-hmm. They will find a way to say, you know what? I'm going to take this game off. Because I think part of it too, though, like, it's, I think load management is a, they use rest when it mm-hmm. concerns load management as a disguise for what they really are trying to do outside of basketball. A lot of this stuff has nothing to do with rest. It's about them being celebrities. It's about them, but can they be celebrities in the off-season game? Yeah, absolutely. Can they be? But, no, but, but I, can't can't can't. But my thing is, if they're complaining about taking games off, can't you can't you say can't you rest in the off-season? No, I I one hundred percent agree with you. Okay, I'm just trying to get into the mind of the player right now right. and trying to figure out where where this is coming from. Like, why okay. why do you feel the need? Where's the passion for basketball going? Because you didn't get the low manage in high school. Ain't no. no load management in college. <laughs> Hell no, there isn't. And damn sure ain't no speak, load management in AAU, ball. I can speak, I can speak all to all, all three. I can speak to existence. Exactly. All three. So that's, that's my point. Mm-hmm. You, you got spoiled somewhere along the way. And I think it was when you got to this league and you started realizing that they oh, took advantage of the, you took they, advantage they of took the advantage freedom. Yeah. And you took advantage of that spotlight. Mm-hmm. And you starting to see players become more, it's bigger than basketball. Even if you play 2K, yeah. if you play 2K, <laughs> I, 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 you play, I play my career, you play my player mode, mm-hmm. it's so much stuff that has nothing to do with basketball now. Really? Like, I, I was playing the other day. I was like, now I'm going to meet J. Cole and do and rap. Like, what? they got they got your <laughs> my player rapping in 2K now. What? I'm, Who? The my player. I'm talking about 2K as an example. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> The NBA is changing as far as the mm-hmm. type of players that we have. Right. That's my point. Right. Because you're even starting to see video games take into account all of the stuff that you got to do outside of basketball in order mm-hmm. to be relevant. Right. So now you got Shea uh, Gilgis Alexander. He got them little stupid red boots on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I'm like, and so, I'm like are you making a fa- fashion statement, Shea Gilgis? And so, that, and oh again, I don't want to say having life outside oh of basketball, there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that at all. And this is not the first generation of player that's done that. Mm-hmm. Shaq was an entire rapper, went platinum. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but he, he played basketball. Yeah. And, and then he rapped. Exactly. And like, so it was always an emphasis on, but Jane, that era of player, that era of player is the player that started mm-hmm. this. AI, Kobe, like, Dame. All of them that were doing stuff outside of basketball is yeah. the player that started this. Dame. Dame. So that's the thing. We're being in, like this generation of basketball players mm-hmm. being influenced by the generations prior. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new, but now it's taking a life of its own to where it's like mm-hmm. basketball is not my priority no more. I see the same thing in music. I mean, music is my world, but that's, it's the same thing. Is Artists that- are not focused on music specifically they're not focused on the very thing that's supposed to get them to that level same thing in the nba so that's why i keep right yeah that's why i think i think low management plays a role in all of that like it's more so about outside of basketball than it Mm. is on the court so wow that's interesting okay i mean i i i mean i I do see that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to agree. I, well, actually, I do agree. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you. 
Um, you know, I, like I said, I always pinpoint the sponsorships mm-hmm. and I always pinpoint the fans because most fans don't see basketball every night. Like you talk about a, a, a base in China, yeah. like the NBA is, um, it, it before, before 46 came along. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm sorry. Was it 45? 45, 45 sorry. Yeah. Before 45 came along, China was the biggest basketball guru, and it still is. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they're still trying to. That's our main thing. China is the main thing. Um, and then that's closest to it is the basketball in Africa. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a game there one day, mm-hmm. but they're growing. They're yeah. growing. So that's why I'm saying 82 games will get those, will put spotlight on role models that want to play basketball one day mm-hmm. in the league. And you know, to be honest with you, I don't, I personally don't believe 72 versus 82 games is that big of a difference to where it would make a no. massive difference. No. But from a business standpoint, I would, that was not a smart business decision. When I can play, I can have these players play 82 games. I can make more money. I have more TV sp- opportunity mm-hmm. for TV sponsorships and TV deals. Mm-hmm. I got more yeah. opportunity to expand. So I agree with you on that mm-hmm. side. But I don't think it makes that big of a difference. No. I think from a player perspective, we get the same, we get the same understanding of our team. Most of these players know the team that they got right. in the offseason. They do. They know, <laughs> they know exactly <laughs> they what do. they have. They do. They know if they got a contender and they know if mm-hmm. they don't. Right. And so 82 right. games versus 72 games is not going to change the thought process. It's not. It's just you got to expand. Like I said, you got to expand the audience. And it cuts down on that mid-team super te- mid-season super team creation. It does. Because at it the, does. if 72 games, I don't have time <laughs> to <laughs> even gel with this team right. the same way I would at 82 games. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Amen to that. Um and and, and like I said, I don't know if it's well. I did see this the other day mm-hmm. online. I don't know if this is true or not. I did see. Did you did Did you ever remember the NBA on NBC? Did yeah. you ever remember that? I did when how, I was young. How'd you think of that? That was that was great. That was great yeah. broadcasting, right? It was okay. It was so I did see something like that. I see to the point where they might be coming back to that mm-hmm. because the only reason why I say this, we need more local channels. Mm. We do. Like, like, if you want to expand your base, like I've been saying, mm-hmm. then maybe you put it, maybe you put some games on NBC. Like, mm-hmm. you have TNT and ESPN. Yeah. Right? That's the only two. Yeah. I remember back, I, I remember this game. I remember NBA, TNT, and ESPN, all three. Mm-hmm. Minus NBA TV. Yeah. Now we have. I personally am not a fan of NBA TV, by the way. Okay, well, but. <laughs> I'm not either. I, I don't understand it. I feel like they, they talk too much. They talk a lot. They talk. They <laughs> talk a lot. They talk too much. They talk too much. I need. I need less talking, more playing. Yeah, that's that's it. I agree. Right, that's it. <laughs> I want. I want more. More game. I want game like the NH, I want the NHL has games on NBC, ESPN, and uh, TNT. Mm-hmm. They have and, and they have four network, well, actually three. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to if you're going to do this again, I don't know if it's true again, true or not. I just saw it. I rather have those games on NBC. 
mm-hmm. because of the comment commentary. And there's a lot of guys mm-hmm. out there that are one to get back in the commentary again. Mm-hmm. And I think CBS is another option. Like I think I heard CBS is wanted to expand. I love it. Um, so I mean, there's a plenty of opportunity. I just think that the NBA has to do a do a better job of. I think they're marketed well. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they Adam Silver has done a decent job overall. Um, um, yeah, he's not. He's not David Stern, but he's done. He's done a. He's done a decent job. He's done a decent job. Stern. Yeah. I think overall, I give Adam Silver like a B. I give him. A, I give him a B minus. That's fair. Um, I I just think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, I, I. I have to because I mean, I mean, what happened the other night in the All Star game? You cannot mm-hmm. continue to do that. Yeah, and I think Adam Silver is a little too politically correct for me. Mm-hmm. Um. When it concerns certain issues, that's another conversation. Yeah, but not conversation we might have later down the road. But yeah. anyways, I, I do think that the NBA overall, I think mm-hmm. they're they're on they're, they're seen enough. I think they could be seen more. I think a deal with NBC or CBS or something, mm-hmm. one of these other networks where not online, not yeah. Amazon Prime, because you're asking us to pay. You're asking the average fan to pay an, an, an amount to see. Um, players play. And that's why the Thursday night football situation in the NFL. I hate that. I hated it. And the games were garbage. Um, You're at, like I, I said, think you- like 90% of the time, nobody is going to Amazon Prime to watch sports. No. Just keeping it a buck. No. no I don't think that's not, that's not, not what we go all. to Prime Video for. Like, right. It's a bunch of other content on there that's great. <laughs> I'm not going over there to watch football. Like, that's inconvenient. It's ridiculous. Especially if I have to, like, pay another fee if I don't have it already. Like, right. So I say all that to say you got to be careful how you expand today because true. sometimes you can expand into something that doesn't benefit you at all. Doesn't benefit the average, average fan because and right. that's And ultimately it's not going to benefit that league or that business or that entity because you got to make a sense for everyone and everyone's got to be on board with it and i I, although i do think that we are headed for we're moving away from cable Mm -hmm. into a more streaming platform type of society so you're asking that so they're asking us to pay additional fees i think what's going to happen is i think we're going to get to a point where there won't like cable will be a thing in the past i think we're already almost there really i think that NBA is going to have to expand into those streaming platforms um, exclusively. Ridiculous. That's crazy. It is crazy. I, I hate that, bro. It is crazy, but to me, it's actually more, it's a little bit better because you get a lot of options. So with streaming plat, this is a, every this night, go. Gabe, every night. Listen, the WNBA, hey. the WNBA has their own back in the day. Mm hmm. Like way back, like I'm going to say 2000s to about t- 2009. Yeah, I had the league pass to where I can watch every game. Mm-hmm. That was from 2000 to 2009. That was yeah. my college, high school, and college years. Mm-hmm. I did that. Uh, this last season, I was able to watch a game on Facebook and Twitter, on mm-hmm. and on Twitter. So, so so you talk about streaming. Mm-hmm. Why can't they do it on Facebook? Why can't they do it on Twitter? Because every, that's where everybody is going, and it's free. Yeah. And so I'm like, 
I get that. I watched a game at, on WNBA on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, not on YouTube, on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter last season. And I said, okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. The WNBA, even though they're, even though they shouldn't be private, because mm-hmm. I remember in in the 2000s, mm-hmm. I, the WNBA was on Lifetime. Lifetime is a women's network. Yeah, and so and ironically, and Oxygen too. Yeah. Oxygen, uh, but Oxygen and Lifetime they went to more movie based. Mm-hmm. Especially Oxygen, they went to more crime scene based. Yeah, in a reality show. <laughs> yeah, reality shows. They got a few but, reality shows. Um. I think, like I said, I think cable will become a thing in the past. Okay. And I think that even you see a lot of these cable networks are even starting to have apps on smart mm-hmm. TVs and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. everybody sees the expansion of where we're going. Yeah. So you either evolve or die. <laughs> and so I think we're at a point where the NBA is going to have to make a decision if maybe we can do an exclusive partnership where we can have all of our games in one place every night every night every night game and so that selective games like i'm yeah. talking about from games that start at some six o'clock as in games that no matter where you are that you can see i think that's going to be huge because yeah. for the expansion of the nba we don't get like you said earlier we don't get to see everything we if don't. you're really a basketball fan i only get to see the games that they put on tnt there you go i only get to see that's probably like two games Two games, two, two games, games a week, a week, and they're and they're trying to what TNT did. Well, they're they're, they're trying to do Tuesday and Thursdays, and I'm like, yeah, I think they need to do more mm-hmm. because you have you have NHL in between. So on Wednesday, Fridays they have ESPN. NHL comes in, in on Wednesday, excuse me, mm-hmm. on Wednesdays, but they do in it. Well, mine is the college basketball coverage that ESPN has every night from yeah. Monday. To Thursday, mm-hmm. well, I should know. I'm sorry. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, you they have the NHL on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. sometimes Saturday, sometimes Thursdays. Yeah. So, like I said, expand, mm-hmm. expand to where yeah. there's a lot of people on Twitter. There's a lot of people on Facebook. If I was the NBA, I would be doing an exclusive partnership with one of these streaming companies. I would too. Whether it's Hulu, whether it's um every night, Amazon. every night there's a selective games that you can watch. Yeah, where I can, where as a fan, if you pay the subscription, mm-hmm. your normal subscription rate, mm-hmm. you can go in there and watch any game that you want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly. That's, and I think that's going to change the way that viewership looks mm-hmm. because. Again, like half of these things, like if I wanted to watch the Pistons game, which I don't know why I would want to do that. Um, <laughs> why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. They're taking, like, they're, 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 I'm just they using suck. them as an example. <laughs> like if I wanted to watch a Pistons game, if I'm a Pistons fan and I live in San Francisco, mm-hmm. like I can't watch a Pistons game. Like <laughs> they're, they're in San Francisco. I'm just, again, I'm using them as an no, example. No, I understand. I, I, but, I, yeah, I'm just like, trying to, get, I'm just trying to get, get on you for that. Without like, League Pass, and I, League Pass is expensive as hell. I think it's not it, beneficial. It's not beneficial at all. No. And then sometimes they even be like, they be like, you have to have a cable subscription to even watch. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, because so, because it connects to the cable. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and like I already paid y'all twenty dollars a month. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, what else do you want from me? You want an arm and a leg too? Like, <laughs> you want you, you, yeah. you want this? And so, it's, at that point, it's not even worth it. So, and, and it freezes. It freezes. So, when you exactly. watch it on your phone or on your tablet, it freezes. And so, that's that's what I think the future of the NBA, as far as viewership looks like, mm-hmm. is going to be connecting to mm-hmm. one of these streaming platforms. Okay, and really. I mean, I do believe they'll still stay on cable. They'll keep their TNT deals yeah. and all that, and that might be a stipulation as to why they haven't done that yet. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I do like, I do like the the uh, inside of the NBA. I do like that. Yeah. That's my favorite TV program because you have mm-hmm. real ball players talking basketball and making yeah, jokes. Exactly. I like that. So I like that chemistry. Not so much our ESPN. Yeah. Because I feel like ESPN's off. Mm-hmm. ESPN is like okay, you have Stephen A. Um, yelling, and then you have um, well, I don't mind him yelling. Then you have Kendrick Perkins, who is uh, his mind is off. Yeah, his mind is like it, it, it's like wishful thinking. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking about, bro? Yeah. And then uh, Richard Jefferson, I like Richard Jefferson though. Uh, he, he's growing. He, on he, me. He, he's growing. He, he's he's <laughs> he's growing. He was annoying to me at first. Yes, but he is growing on me a lot. Like mm-hmm. I actually. I like their little show. The NBA Today? <laughs> I like NBA Today. Um, I don't know. I'm not, it's not I, my favorite. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. It's not my favorite, but I yeah. do. I think they're like super corny to me. But I mean, it is. it's enjoyable sometimes. Like, sometimes. <laughs> no. Okay. I, mm, I'm i not a fan of that show, though. I always like to, I like to see... I like to see players. I like to see them dive into the game a little bit mm-hmm. and not make wishful thinking decisions. Like, for example, mm-hmm. Stephen, they said this about your Lakers the other day. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, and I posted this. I woke up Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Um, I saw this, saw Stephen A. Trinity. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is Stephen A. talking about? So I put it on my Facebook. I said, he said, the Lakers might make a run. And I'm like, are you guys okay? That's why when, when you said that, yeah. I asked you, are you okay, Gabe? Because they're in the 13th seed. But, okay, continue what you were saying. I'm sorry, okay. Will, no, we'll no, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> You're on, there's no way. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, are you okay? But guys like that, I want to talk about basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, Rich, like Malika, she irritates the hell out of me. She does, um, she does too. And Sh- Shanae Abumake, you have like she's okay, but I want more emphasis from her. You know what I'm saying? I want more, more like basketball logic. Tim Legler gives you all, everything. He gives you logic. He gives you every play. But mm-hmm. these guys are like, okay, we're gonna give you what we're going to say. What we want to say, right? And I'm like. I'm not feeling the show. I'm not feeling the show. I just feel like I like it with certain because you know how they rotate mm-hmm. certain players. Like I like when Matt Barnes is on there. Yes, Matt Barnes um, can say whatever he wants. Yeah, Matt Barnes is free. Yeah. <laughs> he can literally <laughs> say whatever he wants. He can. Nobody's gonna say anything about mm-hmm. him because he was that type of player. Like <laughs> if you if you watched the NBA at that time when he was mm-hmm. playing, yeah. you know who Matt Barnes is, right? Same thing with Steven Jackson. I yep. know, yeah, like, he, he can say whatever he wants. Say that, whatever he wants. <laughs> even though I, I hate, I hated the fact that he said his first take, but, 
But that's 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 yeah. not that's not another idea. He gets to say that because he played for them. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. But I, I just don't agree with it. I don't yeah. agree with it because I'm like Pop gave you the opportunity when no one else did. Yeah. And in the end, they called you a scrub. Yeah. You come to San Antonio, we made you an option. Yeah. But it wasn't until the last end of your career it that was, they made a change. It was rough for him post Malice at the Palace. Yes. It was very rough. Like, we took a chance on. We took, a, took chance. a chance. The Rockies took a chance on Ron Artest. Mm-hmm. Um, failed. It <laughs> failed mildly. <laughs> it, 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. I like that Rockets team, though. <laughs> I did like it. Was Skip with my Lou and Yao Ming. T Mac, Yao Ming. Yao Ming. I, I, you know what? I brought his name. The, I brought his name the other day. Yeah. I almost, I compared him to Victor. So even though Victor's like 7'4, mm-hmm. he, but he's quicker. Mm-hmm. He's quicker than Yao. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all just post up, stand in the bathroom, just turn around and shoot. Yeah, yeah. You, but you, no, no disrespect to y'all. Y'all is a hall of famer. Yeah, that's why for a reason he he played ten seasons. I wanted to play. We can two talk more about seasons. the basketball hall of fame too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the in- inductees? Yes, I'm talking about in general. So the basketball hall of fame mm-hmm. is way too lenient. Why do you say that? Okay, so. There's players in the Basketball Hall of Fame currently. I like this class, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I'm not talking about Popkin this class. Popkin class. Yeah, this is a great class. Becky All of these Hammers people deserve class. to be there. Mm-hmm. There's um, certain players. Paul Gasol's in that class. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> that further is my point, though. Because I love Powell. Yeah. There's certain players that I love, right? Right. But, and they were great. But should they really be in the Hall of Fame? No. Should no. they like? And I think the the NFL, comparatively, mm-hmm. has been tighter with who they let in. There's only a certain number of players in the NFL that can even be considered, first and foremost. Right. You got to have it's a certain criteria. This is very specific. I don't feel like mm. the Basketball Hall of Fame is that specific. Okay. So. Okay. So. Comparing the two, right? Mm-hmm. The NFL is allowing a younger demographic in the Hall of Fame. Like Calvin Johnson retired at age thirty, mm-hmm. uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. But he retired seven years ago. He did. That that's a part of their criteria. And so, uh, yeah, that, that that is. And so, but it's more lenient now mm-hmm. because he retired, and now and now he can be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And so, but instead of waiting twenty years, like. Mr. Woodson did. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's disrespectful to wait 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's disrespectful to the Hall of Fame committee to wait 20 years for a guy that just retired in 2004. It's like, dude, you don't, like, I don't understand. Like, that, like he should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. But mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the Hall of Fame, I think you have to average, you have, I think you have to go consecutive seasons of averaging 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. In consecutive seasons to be considered a Hall of Fame player. And that is a very, very low, <laughs> low benchmark. Really? So what, what would Extremely you, low. what would you want them to do? Because to me, when I think of Hall of Famer, right? This is uh-huh. transcendent players, players that have made an impact on a game that's bigger than just basketball. Okay. Players like Tim Duncan deserve to be there. Players right. like Dirk deserve to be there. Yes. Dwayne Wade deserves to be there. Right. Like there's certain people that just you can just see it mm-hmm. as they're playing. It's a thing. Like it's a 
thing that you can pinpoint and say that's a future Hall of Famer mm-hmm. while they're on the court still. Mm-hmm. KD is a future Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is a future Hall of Famer. Giannis, <laughs> I'm already willing to say that he's probably going to be a future Hall of Famer. Yes. So there's certain things that you can just, it's intangible things that mm-hmm. it's transcendent players. Mm-hmm. I think there's players in this basketball Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like, should Vladi be a Vladi Divac? No. He shouldn't be a Hall of Famer, no. should he? Exactly no. my point. <laughs> no. Because he, he, he did, he did nothing for the game. That's my point. He did nothing for the game. And, and I remember, I remember speaking of that. Mm-hmm. I remember in 2006 when, you know, and this comes to my other point too. Mm-hmm. Sacramento, they look good this year, right? Mm-hmm. In 2006, Gabe, they had Volley Devox, they had Pedro Stiakovich, they had Chris Weber, Doug Christie, and Mike Bibby. They had yeah. Lawrence Fundenberg, mm-hmm. Bobby Jackson, Scott Pollard. Yeah. That was their rotation on the bench. Oh yeah, and they had Nick Anderson too. And so with that being said, that should have been a championship team into and from two thousand and three to two thousand six, but your Lakers ruined that. <laughs> and so the last time <laughs> that was the last time they made the postseason. Yeah. And that was the last time that and that time I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. At that time I had no prom anything. Well, I went to prom but I didn't have any I don't have I didn't have a date. So in two thousand six, um I was I went to college. Well I, yeah, I did go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Lake College. Yes. Junior college. Shout out to the Blazers, by the way, in Irving. Um <laughs> uh you know, the number one song I heard was Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Okay. Okay. That's 2006. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, the Kings, Vardy Divox, first of all, shouldn't have any, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he removed himself from ownership of the team because he had, <laughs> he shouldn't have any hands on anything ownership wise. Mm-hmm. Basketball wise, he was a decent player, but, but seeing him, watching him, he he was more of a role type player. I don't see him in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why they put him in the Hall of Fame. It says Doug Christie. Doug Christie might as well put him in the Hall of Fame. Doug Christie got the job done. Yeah. The the best wing defender in NBA history, hands yeah. down. Yeah. You can't. It, don't even get me started on on this generation's wing de- defense. But that guy should be a future Hall. His future. Head coach. Now, I, now, before they gave, they gave it to Mike Brown, they should have gave it to, they, he should have been in consideration. The Christian should have been correct in consideration for the job. Mm-hmm. Cause he knows the team. He's one, he, he's been on that team. It wasn't for your Lakers to ruin that championship. He would have had one. Yeah. I was cheering when in 2000, when, when they play. In 2001, I was cheering for Sacramento to beat the Lakers. Uh, I said, I said, you, you got to find a way to stop Shaq. Just a little perspective. I wasn't a Laker fan at that time. Okay, you weren't a Laker fan. <laughs> <laughs> you you weren't. I, mean, I was an AI fan. I so. was watching. I was watching that series. I said, I said, Sacramento fell because they couldn't get to the loose balls. Every time the Lakers got to the the, the fourth quarter target, it was Lakers time. Mm. 
when Glenn Rice hit those three pointers, I said it's over. <laughs> it's over. When Rick Adamick called those timeouts, I said, Rick, why, why are you calling those timeouts? You know the game is over. Glenn Rice was hitting those threes, and when Kobe came in, Kobe just took the game over. It was the last four minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. So, so they gotta live with that forever. <laughs> <laughs> they have to. Yeah, they, do. they have to. They gotta live with that strain forever. So, with that being said, this this generation of the Kings is not that team. Mm-hmm. They're still having they're still having issues on defense. But they can score like crazy. Mm-hmm. They're having issues on defense, and nobody. And you talk about a team on the rise. That's a team on the rise. Yeah, I agree. And so, address that little inch on defense. Mike Brown is a defensive head coach. Mm-hmm. Address that in, and then y'all could be whoever you want to be. <laughs> and Darren Fox is no joke. Um, who else? Simonis' child, Demonte Simonis is no joke. Um, he's not the best big man in the game. He's not even a big man. He's just a power forward. He's not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? And just a little perspective on the Hall of Fame. It yes. is the basketball Hall of Fame. Yes. So you got coaches, you got WNBA players, you got Go college WNBA coaches. coaches. Like it's a lot of, it's a lot of layers too. You got even mm-hmm. overseas players. It's, so it's the basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. So there's some people that have never played in the NBA that are in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yep, yep, I yep, just, yep, yep, yep. I just want to put that in no, the no, I, I understand. Because if we have an NBA Hall of Fame, I think it changes things. Yeah. Just specific to the NBA, mm-hmm. there's a lot of players on this list that's not getting in. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> just being. They're in there for a reason. Because I think I, I watch Gary Payton, right? Yeah. Hmm? Gary Payton is one of the greatest defensive players I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Point guard, right? That's, yeah. Point as a point guard. guard. Yeah, as a guard. It's a diff- there's a difference between guard, a point guard, shooting guard, yeah. and small forward, defensive-wise. Yeah. yeah. On the defensive end, he's one of the greatest point guards that I've ever seen play. Yes. On the defensive end. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. On the offensive end. No, he had, he had no offense again. He, he, he wasn't that player. He wasn't that player that would garner Hall of Fame attention. But he is a Hall, NBA Hall of Famer. I mean, a basketball Hall of Fame. He is. Just, he is. I just want to put those no, things I, in perspective. I, I, no, I understand. Like, there's certain players on this list. I'm looking at it now that Chris Mullen, fantastic player. I think he might deserve to be there. Maybe. Really? If you think, I mean, if he's not, if he's not there now, he is there. He, uh, oh, he's he was, there. He was okay. in in 2011. Okay. Um, Dennis Rodman. He yeah. probably should be oh, a yeah, Hall absolutely. of Famer. Absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I mean, they his got toughness. it. They get it right. Right. His they toughness. He right. was the reason why they won those three championships. They put the people that should be in in. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, there's some players in there that <laughs> that shouldn't be in. Exactly. So Kimbe sh- Matumbo. God, um, no. Again, I mean, they I'll, have I'll, the I'll, same I'll, criteria I'll, as the NBA, as the NFL. For their Hall of Fame, the Kimbe Matumbo probably wouldn't be there. No, I, I great mean, defensive I, player. I, I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame because he, he, nah, there's more attendance he could have done. That's what I'm saying. In the game. That's um, what I'm saying. No, I don't think he should. I mean, I think, I think he should be in the community Hall of Fame because of what he did in his hometown. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would put him there, but I wouldn't put him in the basketball Hall of Fame. Exactly. Um, who else? I mean, 
Paul mm. Gasol shouldn't be there. <laughs> I think Paul Gasol is there because of Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. First of all, without Kobe, we don't talk about Paul Gasol. Right. If Paul Gasol stays in Memphis, his entire career. <laughs> <laughs> We have a very different conversation about Paul Gasol. Yo. I'm just being honest. Nah, being Van, honest. Vancouver and Memphis. Yeah. I mean, T-Mac. Tracy no. McGrady. Nah. Tracy McGrady no. is one of the best players that didn't get a ring. To me. You know. Him, Charles Barkley, there's Carl Malone. There's some of those that are – but statistically – no, his career was his career was, <laughs> it was short. Cut short because of injuries. Yeah, it, so I mean, no. there's an argument to be made there. I don't know. No, um, definitely Charles Barkley should be in the Hall of Fame. He is a Hall, he of, is fame. In the Hall of Fame. Um, who else did you say? Um, Carl Malone. He's Carl Malone. Well. Definitely, definitely um, for sure. Definitely for sure. But people, but you know, people always want to look at the negative side. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh is in the Hall of Fame. Are Chris you Bosh is in the Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> no, because I watched this man. This man, I watched this man from college to to. First of all, first of all, yeah, he he made it. He made the right decision to leave college early, but his career was cut short by by a traumatic injury. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no, I no, bro, I can't do that. But even before the traumatic injury, I was a Miami Heat fan. I saw. Chris Bosh only scored six points in an NBA Finals game as a supposed to be game third six? star. Game six? Yes. Was that game six against the Spurs? Because I... It was could, game six against oh the God. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. Six points. Dude, that doesn't, you, give, that doesn't consider you, bro. How do you... How are you considered as a Hall of Famer and you only score six points in a Finals game alongside... Not two, enough effort, like, man. Again, no, wasn't rebounding the ball, wasn't doing anything else statistically mm-hmm. that would make him stand out. He was a no show. Let's keep it a buck. Complete no show. He was. He wasn't. He so, wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It's certain. Certain Paul Pierce. There's an argument to be made again. Um, if I'm going by the NFL's criteria, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm putting that in perspective when I'm saying all of this. Uh-huh. I know the Basketball Hall of Fame is the Basketball Hall of Fame, and they have their own criteria. But if I'm going based upon – Paul Pierce wouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I, I think he would be a Hall of Famer. I, yeah. Paul Pierce is interesting. I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame game. I wouldn't do it. Based or, upon the NFL's criteria? Uh, Yes. You wouldn't? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him he in the Hall of like, Fame. Um, he'll be, he'll be, he'd be like Chad Johnson to me in the NFL. Yeah. Like, Chad Johnson, statistically, yeah, you can make an argument for him being there. Mm-hmm. But he's like one of those players that I can't see mm-hmm. really getting in. And right. Like, it's got to be years from now right. that he'll get in. Mm. No, but I, Paul I, Pierce is in the, hall, in the Basketball Hall of Fame. But going, to, going on the NFL's wow. criteria, I think he would be one of those bubble <sighs> Jeez. Bubble players. If you're on the baseball Hall of Fame, you won't get in it at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why they they only select their guys, and that's why they have the difference between voters is that you have voters that are more lenient, mm-hmm. and then you have voters who are young but not had. But they're basing their 
votes on watching mm-hmm. highlights of that player. Like if someone t- said, "Watch, go ahead, watch the tape on Scott Rowland. Mm-hmm. Scott Rowland is going to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Go ahead, watch the tape on it. I watched Scott Rowland from uh, in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Now you're from St. Louis. He played on St. Louis's team. Yeah. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? No. Thank you. I was saying the same thing too. I watched his game. I watched him play. I said, "There's no way, there's no way." So, yeah. so, so I think I think it's different. I think there's younger voters that are in baseball. Mm-hmm. There's like semi younger, semi. The demographic is different in baseball and basketball and football. Mm-hmm. Very different. I think they're given highlights to watch these players mm-hmm. and go off what they've seen. Mm-hmm. Like I can. Watch a full highlight on um, Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. I can tell you he, he's on the bubble. Yeah. Like, I watched that. I watched his career, and I even the finals. Yeah. I don't think that was his best finals. I think the reason why was on grit. Mm-hmm. Like, you had on that finals 08, when they beat Kobe and all, mm-hmm. you had grit. You had dogs on that roster. You had like KG. You had, you know... I think they base they base it on what Doc Rivers preached. Mm-hmm. Like the you had people that was willing to do real dirty work. Like oh yeah, of course. Like and when I say dirty work, I mean fight. Like <laughs> <laughs> they was willing to throw hands. They like were. Kendrick Perkins, Rondo, right? Eddie House when he was healthy. Yeah, when he was healthy. He was, I think um, I think Eddie House can still throw hands. Big baby. Him. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Like horrible. you had dogs. Like yeah, you had dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Playing career, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You had like dudes that was really ready to like scrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, at the end of the day, the Lakers were a more finesse team, mm-hmm. um, I, with the exception of a few players. Yeah, Kobe, 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 and mm-hmm. at the time, Trevor Ariza. I think Trevor Ariza was a little. He was uh, scrappy. He was scrappy, but he, was he scrappy. but he wasn't like the fighting mode like he is no, now. No, definitely not. Like like now he's like more of a fighting mode, like, right? Because that's this. That's probably why he can't get on NBA roster because mm-hmm. not only you're you, you not only you're tough enough, mm-hmm. you have other issues to deal with. Yeah. And the NBA says we can't deal with those issues. Mm-hmm. And so Andrew Bynum. <laughs> oh my god, he's a joke. <laughs> I watched his career in high school and and I said this ain't going to work. One of the things that I hated was watching him and Eric Dampier play against each other. Oh my god. That was the softest big man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the softest big man post ever. I hated that, bro. Yo, the Mavericks had got to have the softest big man in NBA history. They do. Like they never had they never had any big man's, and they're still talking about today. Mm-hmm. So you lost your chances of getting it. Well, Tyson mm-hmm. Chandler, sorry, Tyson Chandler was your only legit, legitimate big man. Yeah, and so that's that. But I appreciate your insights, Gabe. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. And we're going to talk more about we're going to talk more mm-hmm. basketball stuff as the time goes on because mm-hmm. there's 22 to 23 games left yeah. in the NBA. So very important, uh, 22. Very point in 22, according to LeBron saying. So, I want to ask you this final question before we leave. Mm -hmm. Are the Lakers in the postseason in your eyes or in the play-in? Where do you see the Lakers? If I were to ask you on April, the one of the Tuesdays, second second week in April, Mm -hmm. if I were to ask you, you're a Lakers fan. Mm -hmm. I'm not the Spurs fan in me. We're done. Mm -hmm. I'm at this point where 
I'm going to enjoy the last 22 games. Mm-hmm. And wherever we, we end up, we end up. Yeah. With that being said, but I'm still going to watch playoff basketball. I love basketball. Of course. So with that being said, mm-hmm. April rolls around, right? Where do you see this team? Because right now I see them where they're at, not in the playoffs. Hmm. Where do you see them? In play-in or the postseason? Fully. The postseason from one to six. Play-in from seven to ten. I see them. You're a Lakers fan, be honest. I see them in the play-in. Okay. I see them in the play-in. Um, and I think through the play-in, they do make the playoffs. Okay, so, so um, let, me, let me get this right. So, there's three, there's four spots, mm-hmm. and every team's got to play each other. So seven and eight versus nine and ten. Mm-hmm. So let me look at standings real quick, just so I can see where everybody is as of today. Go ahead, give me a second. Okay. Um, I do believe that they have the potential to go on a run. Mm-hmm. Um, the first six games they got to get out of the way. Yeah. So let me look at what we got left in February. So we got Golden State, Dallas, Memphis. Mm-hmm. OKC, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Golden State again, Memphis, mm-hmm. Toronto, New mm-hmm. York, mm-hmm. the Knicks, um, New mm-hmm. Orleans, Houston, Dallas, Orlando, mm-hmm. Phil- Phoenix. Oh, they played Dallas twice. No, that's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got Phoenix, OKC again, okay, that's, Chicago that's twice. Okay. Um, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Houston, Utah, Clippers, mm-hmm. Phoenix, and Utah. So there's a chance. Um, you said there's a chance. There's a chance because I think – Couple of those Dallas games, they're still going to be trying to figure it out too. Phoenix okay. is still going to be trying to figure it out. So a lot of the teams on that, on the rest of our schedule, they're still trying to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> they're still trying to get it together now. Standings. Well, you're wise, saying put play in. Yeah, I think play in. If I'm looking at the Lakers are 13, right okay. below Utah, Portland, OKC, Golden State, Minnesota, and New Orleans. Who, um, who, who's, who's, who's seven through ten? Seven through ten is New Orleans, Minnesota, Golden State, OKC, Portland, and Utah. Okay. Oh no, I gave you twelve. My fault. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so damn. That's, that in is. the playoffs right now, you got Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, the Clippers, Phoenix, and Dallas as of today. And everybody's at least damn. Dallas shouldn't be there. Everybody's like a game apart. Okay. Everybody's da- da- about da- a game apart. Dallas shouldn't be there. I think they're, with they're, the run, with the run, uh-huh. New Orleans will drop. I think New Orleans will drop out. Okay. Um, I don't okay. think they have enough in this next twenty-two mm-hmm. games to compete with. No, even when even when Zion OKC. tries to come back, I, I think it's too late for him to come back. I think it's too late. Um, yeah. Just from a chemistry t- standpoint, mm-hmm. and them having to figure it out again. A lot of these teams from seven to ten, uh-huh. well, seven to twelve, okay, are still figuring it out. Utah is not a problem. Utah will get out the way. Utah, Utah fell. Utah, Utah was on a tear. I think the first two months of the season, they they, yeah. they fell off. Yeah. So I think that I think their run is over. Yeah. Utah, Utah is not a doesn't scare me at all. Portland could be a problem on a, on, on a good day. On a good day. On a good day because they're they're still having a little uh, defensive issues. Yeah. They um, Dame is playing. You're asking Dame to play with guys that are that are. Um, one and done guys like Anthony Simons mm-hmm. is the closest to to Dame's counterpart. Yeah, uh, so you're not going to ask outside of Jeremy, outside of Anthony. You're not, not going to ask one of those younger guys to step up, right? 
because that because it's not happening. It's not realistic in Portland. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. I mean, you talk about New Orleans falling off. I think honestly, I think Port. I think me personally, mm-hmm. I do see Lakers out of it. The reason being is because of the defensive end. I'm concerned about the defensive end on that part, and I'm cons- and I'm not concerned up top. I'm concerned at the bottom. The bottom. I agree with you. Um, if there is a reason why we don't make the play in, because I think truthfully, I think we're playing for the play in. Okay. Um, okay. I do think if we get past the play in, mm-hmm. then we got you. They're gonna have to deal with us. It's not gonna be an easy out because, because if you give LeBron an opportunity, mm-hmm. it's not an easy. You out. better play Memphis then. I, I, I <laughs> my money's gonna be on Memphis. If we play Memphis, I want that smoke. Okay. I want that smoke. Okay. As a Laker fan, I want that problem. Okay. Because Memphis is a young team. And they're so. They're inconsistent. They're inconsistent. They're gonna they have beat. A, they're gonna beat themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, of course. They're, they're gonna, gonna do beat that. themselves. Oh, oh yeah, you can tell Skip Bayless that. Yeah. Cause Skip Bayless is always gonna choose the top tier teams. Yeah. That's why, that's why when you asked me in the beginning mm-hmm. who scares you, I told you Memphis does not scare me. Memphis doesn't scare me at all. No. Sacramento doesn't scare me at no. all. No. The Clippers don't scare oh, me. Oh hell no. And no. so, those are, that's two, three, and four. The, those, and, see, listen. And the chances of the Clippers going on the little skid now that they got Russ. <laughs> Dude, they're gonna lose a lot of games. They're gonna lose, they're gonna a, lot lose a lot of games. That, just that turnovers alone. Does, yes, that position does not work. That lineup does not work. Not at all. Philly, uh, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna put Westbrook in the lineup mm-hmm. over, uh, who was starting? Reggie Jackson was traded. Bones Highland. You're gonna start him over Bones Highland? <laughs> Bones Highland went to Clippers because of more playing time. And to answer your question, the answer will be yes. Wow. They're gonna do that. They're gonna do that. Okay, you and, then you and season, I both. Then. You and I both that's know your that. Season, bro. You and I both know that. Yes, I know that. That's their <laughs> season. That's what I'm saying. This is not gonna work. So that's what I'm saying. They're sitting at four. They'll probably drop into the play in. That's. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I say that you laughing, but everybody is literally a game apart. Yes. Like from from four to ten, everybody is a game apart. Okay. So, so somebody has to make a run. It's not good. Somebody will have to make, go on a five game winning streak. Yeah. It ain't going to be the Mavericks. It's going to be a lot of movement between four and 10. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a ton of movement. Right. I think the, like I said, New Orleans is going to go on a low skid. I don't think they mm-hmm. have enough to stay in that mix. Right. Consistently. Right. I just don't. Someone will have um, to go on a five game winning streak. Minnesota doesn't scare me at all. No. no Golden State ain't. don't have Steph. Right now, but okay, you're right. They yeah. don't have. They don't have. They don't have. Steph is the centerpiece of that team. Without yeah. Steph, nothing goes. Nothing goes. Right. And so, without Steph, it's going to be difficult for them. They're going to have to fight. Mm-hmm. And OKC is right on their ankles. OKC. OKC is always going to be the dark horse of every game. And I think OKC is the most equipped out of the teams from seven to ten. Mm-hmm. To go on a run and actually five game winning streak, I can see it. I can see yeah. it because they're yeah. a scrappy team. They like mm-hmm. they're a very scrappy team. They're mm-hmm. gonna fight you. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm very interested to see what they do. I don't I'm know intrigued. if they'll, they'll do it, but I'm I'm intrigued now. I, I mean, I yeah. I always always want a I always want you know those teams to go. Like I said, mm-hmm. 
those teams you mentioned, someone has to go at least a five-game winning streak. Yeah. At least a five-game winning streak to say, you know what, we can lose a game and then we can win a game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So someone has to go on a winning streak, maybe five games or more, Mm -hmm. to say, you know what, we can get it out of that cell. And the Lakers are two games out of the 10th spot. Oh, God. Two games. That's close. That's what I'm That's what I'm that's telling so you. That's so close, bro. It's tight. The gap after the Lakers is ridiculous, though. <laughs> Your spray is 14 and 45. Dude, so, we're, we're on a 14-game losing streak. One thing we know we're not going to be. <laughs> like, dude, like, like, let me, like, like, let me understand this for a second. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't like to tank. Yeah. These people that say, you know, we're going to go for number one, number two pick. Mm-hmm. First of all, wherever we land, we land. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first pick, fine. Mm-hmm. Second pick, okay. But we got to draft well. Mm-hmm. Drafting well gets you on the spot, and that player's got to be willing to produce. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And just for the record, I'm looking at the Clippers schedule right now. Okay. Um, they got Sacramento, Denver, and Minnesota next. <laughs> Coming out Sacramento, of the Sacramento, Minnesota, Denver. Those all could be losses. Then they oh got God, Golden State, Sacramento, Memphis, Toronto, the Knicks. Okay. Golden State, Orlando, Portland, OKC twice. New Orleans, <laughs> Chicago, Memphis twice. Okay. April, New Orleans, LA, well, the Lakers, okay. um, Portland, and Phoenix. They're, pr- they're Prime to go on the skid. <laughs> I think I think the first the first four games that you mentioned, mm-hmm. I think that those are losses. I think so too. I think if they lose, they, if they go two and four in that stretch, they're I think I think I think they're it's pushing over. play in. I think it's over. Yeah, I think it's over. I think I think the play in. Well, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say the play in. If OKC in the Warriors, I bet OKC will go on a run. I, I predict OKC goes on a run and they sneak in at the six seed. Wow, that's how that's how I wow. look because I think okay because if I the like Clippers slide if the, if the Clippers slide out, which uh-huh. I think they will, uh-huh. if they go two and four coming out of the All Star break, mm-hmm. OKC is literally like I said, they're game behind the seventh seed. All they need mm. to do is go on a run. All they need to do is come out of the All Star break five. on fire. They need five in a row. Five in a row, bro. <laughs> five in a row. Can't you imagine OKC, that young team, yeah. going on five straight games? Mm-hmm. Then you won't have to ask Shea Gilgis to, to to leave the team. Yeah, you won't have to ask him because you got you got guys that are mm-hmm. willing to work. Yeah, I think OKC sneaks in. Oh I don't gosh. even think they're in the play. Really? I I actually You're really, so confident. And I just like sometimes oh I'm not this gosh. confident. I just like talking. <laughs> I just like hypotheticals. You're so confident but about I this OKC it. stuff. I could see it because the teams that are ahead of them, they're in the temp seat right now. They are they're in the play in as it is. Okay. I like it. A game behind six. Mm-hmm. I could see it. I could see it. The way, like, I and I can say this from a six sense. The way the Mavericks are going, yeah. The first six, their first six home games. They got six home games. Mm. It's gonna be crucial. And they got San Antonio. That's a win. They got the Lakers. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough game. No, that's a no. That, that, the San Antonio is a win, definitely. San Antonio is a win. Then that's they got the Pacers. That's a win. That's a loss. The Pacers that's a loss. Is a loss. That's a loss. Then they got the I Sixers. Think they'll find a way to lose. <laughs> they'll find a way to lose to the Pacers. They'll, they'll win that. They'll, they're, they're supposed to win that game, mm-hmm. but, but, but they'll find a way to lose I can see against that. the Sixers. 
That's a loss. Sixers is a loss. Yep. Phoenix. Uh, depends. They got. They're trying to uh, figure it out. That's March fifth. Shit, I don't know, bro. Um, wow. I. I'm gonna say that's a win. Okay. I'm gonna say that's a win. Utah, New Orleans. Uh, they go to New Orleans. That's their first away that's game. That's a loss. New Orleans. The one. The one. New Orleans is a loss because they'll find a way to lose it. Okay. Uh, then they got Memphis loss. back to back. Uh, they'll split. They split. They'll split. San Antonio. That's a dub. That's a, yeah. That's a win. They got to come to L.A. and see us. Uh, oof. it depends. It depends where they're at right now. But yeah. I would say, I would say, I, I me per, I would say that's a win. You predicted a lot of losses, and I think that because they're, they're literally a game out of the play. If they go, listen. If they go one and five, and that only win is against the us mm-hmm. in that stretch, they're supposed to go at least. It, 500 on their home stand. Mm-hmm. Because if they go 500 in their own, uh, their span, that's about, that's what? That's 34 and, that's 34 and 32. So that is, I think that, I think it, it depends. It depends who, who, who gets, gets on a run. Who, mm-hmm. it depends. If somebody comes out of the break and wins their first six games, mm-hmm. that will determine where they're at right now. Yeah. But if they, if they go 500, I, I just, I'm not confident enough that they'll go on a run. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Mavericks. I'm not confident enough. Because okay. I feel like they'll find a way to lose those games. Games that they're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. I said the Pacers lose, I say the Pacers will win that game because Rick Carlisle wants revenge. In mm-hmm. that game and a half out of the play in, I just want to put that in perspective. So, Damn. if you, that's what so I'm saying. The Western we, Conference that's fun, is uh, that's fun. That's the Western fun. Conference I'm, is going to be fun. I'm to excited. Watch. I'm very excited. I'm I'm going to I'm going to be heavily invested, and we're going to definitely talk about that next week and a lot more on um, Beyond the Game podcast. And plus, next week we may we may talk about this XFL stuff. How I how I feel about it. Okay. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hopefully, we were streaming. Um, hopefully we'll get, we'll, we'll get better at the streaming stuff as the time goes on. Um, still trying new stuff and, and be sure to look out because something, something's coming, something's coming and I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, Gabe. Once again, it's beyond the game podcast on fishbowl radio. See you guys next week. I made him a million, now fuck it, we all rich I ain't tryna have babies right now, so we fuck with a rubber But I got a raw bitch Know this money bring EV, you probably won't be me But bro, we can't be about no small shit Overseas got a crowd doing my shit Can't believe that I'm still in apartments Businessman when and got me in office Me and dollar deals, I get them often Me and dollar was serving on Spawn Street All legit, he gon' stay with the chopstick I got raw, that shit made me a monster He bitch, you know this my sister, my mama's Now they houses as big as they want them I didn't run out no motherfucking commas Look at little dumb Living like we in a race, I might come in first and second, but I won't ever be last. Lately, I've been in my bag, but told me don't take my foot off the gas. They give you an inch, gonna take you a mile. I'ma shoot by myself like a technical foul. City to city, got girls going wild, and I reach for my chain when I jump in the crowd. Lambo so low, out of squad. We finally made it, let's pop us a bottle. I took the lead and let everyone follow. They know I'm running it right to the bank. They want me to ease up, I didn't leave them any bleeding room. Sorry, I 
told him I can't. Heard you a rat, so you know what's gonna happen whenever we catch you. I run with them straight. Keep all the moves I've been making by the time I get 40, I gotta be one of them greats. Watch how I move with this paper. I know if I stoop up one time, they gon' try to come take it. Really, is it getting these niggas be faking? I don't want they vibes, so they hand ain't shaking. She on that 42 straight with no chasing. I'm trying to get out of here and go taste it. Yeah, my diamonds be DVs. They don't wanna see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a bigger me. They can't get rid of me. My diamonds be DVs. See us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a bigger me. They can't get rid of me. Wake up every day, somebody harassing me. I got rich, they need money, they asking me. I was sitting in jail, they look out for me. Ones who need me, no same ones who doubted me. I've been handling my own, they can vouch for me. They'll wait down with me, know that she proud of me. Turn the heat up, ain't nobody hot as me. Everywhere dollars be, that's how I gotta be.